All right, then, pal. What's the drink? Uh, Fixton's Pale Ale. Wow. You're not a drink. I live old. pretty much across the road from the Fixton's and the Black Sheep Brewery. <gasps> I love the wow. Black Sheep. I do. It's like so, a bit of that, isn't it? Yeah, so like where, where we live, the big brewery is Thiexton's, and then one of the Thiexton's got like kicked out the family to start his own brewery, and that's why it's called the Black Sheep, oh. and they're literally over the road from each other. Brilliant. Proper competition. Yeah. You know it's... You On know top it's of the factory with binoculars. Yeah. And what are they doing over there? How many hops do you put in? <laughs> Mason's gin moved into the village, and everyone was just like, fuck off. We're a bigger town. <laughs> We're not having this. I like black sheep. You ever had black sheep? No. No. There we are. That's it, though. How are you, Harold? I'm all right, yeah. How's your week been? Shit, really? Yeah. As always. I think everyone's has this week. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, it's just been one of those, isn't it? That's sort of... It's crap. Yeah. Nobody cares. There's no, no point asking. No. No. Yeah. All right, then. Well... <laughs> well... Well, thanks for coming. Right. How are you, Matt? Yeah, I'm very well. It's the weekend, if nothing else. Have we started recording now? I think that, that's so. what. That's why I sat quietly. I was like, "Is this the intro?" We we'll just float into it, see where the wind takes us. Right. Well, not, this is this is your, your baby. I hate that. This is you. This is, is all on you. This is. If it's not Doctor Who, Doctor Who. If it's not Doctor Who, <laughs> it's you. <laughs> right then. Shaking, Ooh. nervous. <laughs> you're, you're recording, Matt, aren't you? I am, yeah. I don't want to have to do this intro again. <laughs> there we go. Let me blow oh, me down. <laughs> right. Hello, welcome to Look Who's Talking, episode four. Don't Shall I have a look? No, it is four because last week I said four and it wasn't. It was three. So this one is four. Wow. And we're joined today by a very special guest. No, guest. 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 <laughs> Very special guest. It's Matt. Hello. From Hello. neither the time nor the space. I just, <laughs> we'll yeah. just let everybody guess. <laughs> Matt from down the shops. Yeah. We went to the shop earlier on and found somebody called Matt. He seems all right. You got a laptop? Have you got some headphones? Brilliant. How are you fixed? School candies. Now, today, we're going to be talking about Three topics in particular, aren't we? We are. We are. We are. What order we go in? Don't know. See where the wind blows. See where it goes. You had you had a question though, didn't you? Funny enough, did I? Well, you you texted me a question the other day. Did I about money? Money. Money. Uh, oh yeah, I did. Okay, so you, Matt, you can brew brew on this for the duration of the podcast, and we'll uh, reconvene at the end. You check your bank account. On your phone. And you say, oh, 20, hang on, that's 20 billion pound. 20 billion pound has just been added to your bank account. Bank error, who knows, doesn't matter. It's yours now. What do you do? What's the first thing you buy? Or the first few things you do and buy? And this is tonight. I know what I'll do. Do you know what you'll do, Harold? 
No, I don't. I don't know. Twenty billion. That's twenty billion is enough that you don't really need to worry about anything ever. No, well, not that you don't even need to really worry. You don't. Need... Doesn't matter. Just buy what you want. It. It's. It's a scary thought because I don't. What do you do then? You've won. But it is it purely hypothetical or is it? Like I'm not giving twenty in the, billion. In, no, no, no. I mean, is it ingrained in the real world where I go buy a car, but the next day the bank take it off me? Oh no, no. Wait, or uh, you're just gonna have to. Oh, this is just advice. <laughs> I would go to an ATM and get it all out. Nineteen billion worth <laughs> in, in five pound notes because there's nothing they can do. Do you know what? I went to the the local hole in the wall. Yeah, and I tried to get out fifty quid, and it was like, we haven't got any money in here. Right. There was, there must have been twenty pounds in there, because I kept taking it down further and further. Further. How much do you want to take out? Forty? No. Thirty? No. no. Twenty? All right, yeah. Twenty pound. But it gave me in five pound notes. Right, it's all spent then, isn't it? That's it then. It's all gone. What? I, I remember once at uni that there was a case where I did go to the hole in the wall, ask for ten pounds. And it gave me thirty, Ooh, and wow. and it, it had only taken ten pounds out, and it was the same. I was like, right, I'm going to take all the money I've got out the bank. But it was like, it was quite clearly dodgy. If they'd got CCTV, I was stood there for like half an hour. It was like being at the casino, <laughs> you know, like put, press the button. Come sometimes ten pounds come out, sometimes thirty pounds come out, and to this day, like. It's one of the happiest days of my life. You just kept taking money out and it kept giving you more? Yeah, yeah, it kept charging me £10 and there was some sort of fault. Brilliant. So how much do you reckon you made? Probably, well, I was at university at the time, so I probably only Tenor? had about 100 quid in the bank, so I maybe made a couple of hundred quid, maybe. My God. Hell. But again, like... I was young and stupid, so it lasted me about a week. I was just like, I'm just going out drinking. That's fair. That's fair. But also, a few years ago, I I took a sabbatical from work. Basically, took a year off. Um, just wanted to go travelling. Went to Australia, and after the first month, uh, the place where I work sent me my usual pay slip and everything, and I got paid, and I thought, I'm pro- probably paid a month behind. That's probably money they owe me. And then the second month came, and the same thing happened, and I thought, oh, I've maybe worked it out a little bit wrong. And when month three came along, I got paid again, <laughs> and, and I got paid not to go to work for almost a year. Brilliant. Through just... There must be some box on some spreadsheet that never got ticked. And, yeah, and I never mentioned it. No one ever asked, but just got But now paid. it's on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I think it's probably outside whatever window it is that they can ask for it back. Yeah. It's the best going to be at your door. Do you want to chuck us your national insurance number now and we'll just get it checked <laughs> yeah. for you? <laughs> It, like it, after the first month, I, I was like, I've got to be really sensible with this because this is my last pay slip. Then the second one came, and I thought, oh, this is sod it. You know, my last <laughs> one, I'll be sensible. 
month three or four, I was like, I'm just going to get helicopter lessons. This yeah. is going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> careful, careful, helicopter. <laughs> what? Careful month, careful month, helicopter month. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I thought you meant this. Should be careful in a helicopter as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I thought yeah, you yeah. meant. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Want. Mountain, 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 mountain. Yeah, brilliant. What's Australia, Australia, Australia like? <laughs> Terrifying. Yeah. The, the people are amazing. If I, I've heard I, that. I, I, I don't want to preempt the question, but I do always say if I won the lottery, that's where I'd live. But you, you leave uh, again. This is another another story. Where because I went and lived with my brother, he emigrated, and he lived in this new development where they just build houses in the middle of nowhere. And one day there was a little sign in the middle of the like villagey green type place, and it said, "Please do not feed the wild guinea pigs." The wild and guinea pigs. Wild guinea pigs. So like we have, you know rabbits they had guinea pigs and after a few weeks the sign changed and it said due to people feeding the wild guinea pigs snakes are now a presence in the area and i thought oh that's pretty harrowing and a couple of weeks after that it said due to the influx of snakes in the area wild dogs are now a presence in the town it just goes from bad to worse yeah and like when, when you put your bins out on a night, every wheelie bin has a cigarette lighter on top of it. And the bin men run the cigarette lighter around the outside of the bin in case there's a horrible spider up in the handles. Wow. I'm like, not dealing with that. Everything is there to kill you. Oh, God. I, I, I talk about it on this week's episode of our podcast. I got punched in the head by a magpie. Like, <laughs> dive-bombed. By a magpie in Australia, yeah, and it was I, I literally fell to the floor. I thought I was being mugged. And it was just like a big pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> it's really awful. Got... But uh, yeah, in a heartbeat, I would go back. So my uncle, my uncle used to live in Australia, and that's all he ever says is that he just just go back. But yeah. is it like living on the edge? Is that the draw, or is it just the people, or is it just a nice place? Just family, probably, isn't it? That the reason that you come home, but. It's just just a hot version of over here, isn't it? Really, we're oh, nice people. I don't people. think so. Well, you know, well, yeah, but everywhere is just a different version of home, isn't it? Really. What are you on about? Well, it is, isn't it? No, it's not. Well, it is if you live there. No- North Korea. Yeah, but why would you live in North Korea? But it would end up being home, wouldn't it? And if you call North Korea home, listener, that's home. <laughs> Wherever you hang your coat up, yeah. coat and hat. Wherever I lay fu- my hat. You're full of shit. On <laughs> Wherever you hang your government-sanctioned coat and hat. Yeah. Mm. That's your home temporarily. Until you're moved on. So Matt and the taxman are like, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Why are we? So in this episode, we'll be talking about ghosts. Finally. Yeah, well, you've been wanting to talk about ghosts for ages, haven't you? Oh, ghosts. 
What, what's the podcast? What podcast? The ghost one. Oh, Real, Real Ghost, ghost Stories, Stories Online. It's great. It's probably the most popular one. Uh, out of all of the ghost podcasts, it is probably number one. That's a full of shit. No, they're not. The presenters are, oh, but the people calling in. Oh, yeah, people are just phoning in. Just it's so just ghost stories in general, though. It's just, come on. Well, we'll, we'll discuss this. We'll, we so, we, what are we doing? We're doing ghosts. Well, hang on. we got ghosts. Yeah. we got... Uh... <laughs> what else we got? Train spotting. Train spotting. We got... Cryogenics. <laughs> and we got... And whatever we meet along the yeah. way. So a lot of death. There is a lot of death. A lot of death. So would you like to start with after death or... No, I want to start with the trains. Interesting. Interesting. Go to cryogenics. Then finally top off with the... <laughs> top off! <laughs> top ourselves. <laughs> with the ghosts. With a bit of ghosting. Yeah, a bit of ghosting. So train spotting. Yeah. Oh, my God. Matt. (laughs) Over to you. I I, I wanted to suggest this because I I work in a school and I I don't know if you've seen him. There's like a guy at the minute, he's a bit of an internet sensation. Francis Bourgeois. Yes. You showed me him. I have seen him. And he... He just loves train spotting. And initially, I suggested train spotting because nothing in the world makes me as happy as train spotting makes him. Yeah. But then, I like the, the kids that I teach were like, oh, God, what, what a loser, what a nerd. Oh. And I think, I think when I was at school, I'd have thought the same. But now, I just sort of get it. Like, I, I'd love to look at a big train. I'd love to go on a big train. I, love trains. I think it's similar to you and tractors. Like, you feel powerful. There's something about a train, isn't there? Yeah. That just sort of... I do like a train. And really, I when don't... you think about it, mm. it's just bird spying with trains. That's all they're trying mm. to do, isn't it? They're just looking for... They just want to tick them all off. Is it? Yeah. But then, then when, when I mentioned to like a couple of people at work and a couple of friends... It, it sort of led the conversation into, like, how everyone's got, like, a weird hobby. Everyone on Earth has, like, one weird hobby. And, like, so, 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 like, my question was going to be, what is yours? Like, oh, you don't want to know. <laughs> weird hobby. <laughs> um... so, so, like, at the minute, I, I'm obsessed. When I come home, if I've had a bad day, my moment of zen is I love watching wood-turning videos on YouTube. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Just a bloke takes a block of wood, turns it into a table. Yeah. And, you know, I watch, like, joinery and carpentry. I've got no interest in doing it myself. But, like, everyone's got a weird hobby, haven't they? I'm going to have a look what I'm into. (sighs) Don't leave it dead air, Luke. I'm not. I'm trying to think. (laughs) But like another another example in in lockdown when there was absolutely nothing to do, I, I started painting, and I know exactly what Harry's going to say when I say this. I started painting up some of my old Warhammer models. Oh hell yeah! And then like talk, talking to a couple of friends, 
what are you doing? Oh, I'm just doing this. It just turned out everyone was doing it. I've got like a weekly gang now where every week people are getting together and playing. Brilliant. But like, if I was at work and there was like a new member of staff and it was like, hi, oh, this is Matt. If someone went, he's the Warhammer man. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But like, everyone's just got that niche interest, haven't they? Well, I suppose I've started a new hobby, but I don't know how long it's going to last or if I even like it. I think I'll enjoy it to some extent, but it's D and D, Dungeons and, and Dragons. Dragon. Now, I started this about three weeks ago, and we got a little group online on Discord, and we join every week. And I've created my own character, and we've got a storyline going. Uh, but I think that's that's the most out there I've gone in terms of hobbies. That and what, axe throwing. What's your character called? Hawk. Is he a dwarf? Is he an orc? He's a he... half orc, and he's got a big <laughs> hammer. <laughs> That's going to be nice to edit out, isn't it? We'll be fine. So, um, ah, oh, yeah, axe throwing is my other hobby. That is a hobby, isn't it? I've even got when you've got a membership. That's a hobby. <laughs> when you've got a membership to an axe-throwing club. That's a, that's a hobby, you're, you're in. I'm all right in axe-throwing. I can hit a couple apples on the wall. Yeah. No problem. Mm. you got a water... I'll sort it so, for you. What made you want to do Dungeons & Dragons? Because I'm, I'm not in that world. Leroy. Oh, right, okay. No, to be, I, it's one of those you always hear about, especially after Stranger Things. It was but, huge, wasn't it? Years ago, it probably is even bigger now. But yeah. Like, it was the thing, wasn't it? Like yeah. A big, big deal. And it uh, is pr- probably still is a big deal. It's just one of those that you just think, why not? Because yeah. I've always heard of, about it. And I like the idea of like role playing stuff like that. But I think some people take it very seriously, and I'm not one of those. And I feel bad for See, doing that. The, David and I have played D and D in the past, and we've met some right characters through it. Like the. <laughs> With every hobby, there's people that take it too seriously. Yeah. Mm. I think like, that's like bowling. Yeah, like people Someone... enjoy bowling, <laughs> but then there's people who go yeah. buy the shoes. Yes. Yeah. And have yeah. a ball and a bag and a yeah. ball bag. Yeah, and they sort of. <laughs> <laughs> What's that going to do? They sort of sieve it, don't they? Sieve it. I don't know what the word is. They buff their ball. They do buff their ball. Ball buffing. Well, would you would you like a bit of? I've got some. Uh, I've made some notes. Train spotting. Yes. Okay. Well, what's your weird hobby? I don't think I've got a weird hobby really. Oh, you. I've been well, watching. Everyone's yeah, got one. Come on. Can I? Can I suggest it's probably watching Pound Zone videos? Hello, is Graham here from Pound Zone? Uh, have you seen today's? No. Uh they had, they had a big delivery. Worked till half ten last <laughs> night. <laughs> Some great gear coming in, guys. Right, <laughs> yeah. like, th- thanks to you, I'm equally obsessed with Panzer. Honestly, I see a new video. Oh, I see a video, and I'm like, have I seen it? Have I seen it? Have I seen it? And I have to watch it for like a minute before I think. Yeah, because the Jammy Dodgers, they were four for a pound yeah. last week, weren't they? So like, yeah. he's not going to say that again. No. Thanks to the coach trip that came in the other day from Edinburgh. Some great gear. Hope but, to see you again, guys. Great gear. But they did one today, and it, it's shortbread. And he's like, I'm not doing you one shortbread. 
I'm not doing a kilo of shortbread Holy. for a quid. Yes! I'm in. I want to go. I'd love to. Is Just it in Gateshead? The, well, for the people who don't know, yeah. this is... Right. Pound Zone. Let's go. What is it? It's a, it's a shop in somewhere. Yeah, it's Wrecking, Wreckington? Yeah, it's it's up Gateshead, Newcastle way. And the man who owns it just saw him post videos about uh, the latest gear they've acquired. Could be Jammy Dodgers. Could be Monster Munch. But, but it's it's the most charming thing. It is, yeah. That contains absolutely no charm. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's 146 miles from my house right. to Pound Zone. So it'd take us three hours. We should go. That's all right. That's isn't not it? too bad. It's worth a go, isn't it? Well, you, the, the 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 savings you'll make there, <laughs> you'll bring. <laughs> it'll pay for the fuel itself, probably. But in that, I'm, I'm, and you get to see Graham. I don't know how I first. There's another one as well that I found that is a similar sort of thing. You know, where just a random business starts to sort of post stuff. Mm. Uh, let me see if I can find it. The Roofing Outlaw. Right? What's that? The Roofing Outlaw is this really rough-looking bloke. As in, not in a not in a nasty way. Like, he'd knock seven colours out yeah. of you if you got on the wrong side of him. And he's just filming himself. He's like a Fred Dibner sort of roof man. And he's like, come and have a look at the shit job these lot have done on this roof. Ooh, it's brilliant. I love stuff like that. It's, like, it's full of fucking woodworm. What? <laughs> <laughs> I like stuff like that. The roofing outlaw. jobs. It, proper botch job. Yeah. It's like, but it, it's that niche of like not even YouTube, Facebook videos. Yes. Like tradesmen messing about. I love. Yeah. Tradesmen On the tools. where. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I, I love. Road Rage dash cams like Ooh, Ronnie Pickering's, oh. the famous one. But the one where the guy chases a bloke down the street on a bike and falls over, I could watch that all day. <laughs> there's, there's, I don't know what it is. Why, why is it so popular? That sort of area of Facebook where just random things, butchers, butchers doing live streams from like the side of a road at like five o'clock in the morning. That's a big one, really. Yeah. Mm. Hired guys, we're here today. It, uh, it's great again. It's like half past five in the morning. We're outside Little Car Park, and it's like we've got fifteen bacon chops for six quid. Well, the it's one like, you love is a totally awesome fishing. Fishing, that's more to do with. Like, that's a boating channel, isn't that, it? Yeah, totally awesome fishing shows. Brilliant. It is good if you like fishing. My dad's if you don't obsessed. like fishing. Yeah, he said he's obsessed. There's a really dark YouTube channel. Called Mouse Trap Mondays. Oh no! Where it's a guy who he's got a barn, it's got mice in it, and every Monday he posts a video where he uh, tries different designs of mouse trap. So some are as simple as like a bucket with a trap door on it, but then some of them are like, "Oh, I found this design. It's patented from the 1700s." And it's a mallet with nails in it. Fucking oh hell. my god! Uh, like it's absolutely mad. I kind of want to see it, but I know I, I want to see it as well. Yeah, I got those things. I remember, there's ones where he's like, "Oh, I found this new design," and it's a tiny little mouse, and the crossbow he's got—it's <laughs> like two meters across, straight through an elephant. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dormouse. Yeah. He's moaning that the, the mice have chewed through his barn wall. Meanwhile, like, there's shotgun spray all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to put my Uzi in the top yeah. corner on elastic bands. Bit of TNT. <laughs> Mouse dealt with. Train spotting. Train spotting. Right, okay. <clears throat> I've, I've highlighted the point in here where you're going to laugh. Right. Okay. This yeah. is. I've taken this from the fountain of all knowledge, Wikipedia. So, uh, what is train spotting? I hear you ask. Train spotting is the practice of watching trains. I don't know why it's in inverted commas as if it's sarcastic. <laughs> watching trains. What else are you going to do? Uh, particularly as a hobby, with the aim of noting distinctive characteristics. Those who are train spotters make an effort to spot Trains. all of a certain type of rolling stock. Are you familiar with what rolling stock is? Uh, is, is it just... It's just... Ca- uh, ca- what's it called? The Tra- stuff trains drag. Yeah. Rolling stock is... Carriages, isn't it? Yeah, carriages, that's the one I want to look for. Oh, fuck it, I love trains. Uh, but Hold me. Oh, double O gauge all the way. <laughs> it is a misconception that all rail fans are train spotters. Many enthusiasts simply enjoy reading or travelling on trains or enjoying their rich history. This may extend to art, architecture or operation of railroads or simply modelling, drawing or photographing them. Would you like to know when the madness started for train spotting? I know. Do you? 1944. Oh, no. Matt, would you like to have a guess? See, I I live close to York, where the National Railway Museum is. One of the best brilliant. days out I've ever had. Really? Yeah, free entry. It's brilliant. I remember um, I touched a steam train, probably like the Flying Scotsman. You touched one. And the, the buffer... At the front. Is that what it's called? I can't yep. remember. The buffer, it was covered in thick grease, and I walked around all day with it black on my hands. I'll never wash my hands again. <laughs> I, I don't know, because it... I'm going to say it's older than that, like 18-something, because, showing my knowledge, the Darlington Stockton Railroad was the first. <laughs> That's the one where George Stevenson's rocket... <laughs> was utilised, so I'm going to go 1800s. Right, you're correct, 1800s. Oh. Now, I, I was trying to think when it would ideally, ideally, when it would realistically be, because to be a train spotter, if there's only one, it's pretty easy. It's just that weird thing that's going chuk, 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 chuk. You know, but if there's like 10 of them, that's the time that you'd start spotting, isn't it? So it's train spotting won't have started when the first steam train was built. Mm. It's going to be when there's, there's a, a few of these. Yeah. There's going to be a few of these. So, <clears throat> an early train spotter was 14-year-old Fanny Gordon. <laughs> is that highlighted? <laughs> yeah. highlighted is is Fanny his nickname? Like, here he is, Fanny Gordon? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, but what's his name? Fanny. Gordon, but, yeah, so 14-year-old Fanny Gordon. Oh, is that he who, or she? He. No. Who, in 1861, recorded the names of locomotives passing on the Westbourne Park station of the Great Western Railway. Well done, Fanny. Well done, Fanny. kicking it all off. Yeah. Fair play. Right. Um, (laughs) I don't know what to say. 
That's just, you know, just... I've never been into trains. In my younger days... You're 26. I, I fucking I love trains. Model railways really excite me. Uh, yeah, I like, the, I like model things. Yeah. Um, but, like, Thomas the Tank... Didn't 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 really didn't chew my choo choo. See, my my wife's uncle, he lives out in San Diego, I think, and he he works for Sony and he's the most well-to-do man I think I've ever met in the real world. And his his goal in life is to buy as big a house as possible so he can have as big a model railway really? as possible. I'd have it go through the house. Oh, do you know what? I tried to convince my mum and dad yeah. when I was little to drill a hole because my I had a train set that was in the attic, yeah. and I wanted it to sort of come into my room and sort of go round the top of the ceiling, like Stuart Little. Yeah, you know, like oh, like you get in like a, a posh shop, yeah, you know, like a posh yeah. toy shop <laughs> where they like they have it, don't they? As like a Smiths, yeah, you know, and go back into the attic, but now, no. no. No way are you drilling a hole through that floor. Don't even think about it. It's not <laughs> oh. happening. Not happening. See, would have been better if your dad just came out with a black and decker. Yeah. Just... Hang on, hang oh, on. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, bang. <laughs> you all right there? That sneezing all came out my nose. Have you ever done that? Just sort of bollocks to it. I can't. I don't have a t-shirt. I don't have any tissues. Just fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wherever it goes, it goes. Not my problem. Let it flow. So yeah, trains. I've. You were saying about that. uh, What's his name? Francois. Francis Bourgeois. I saw something on the internet that said that it it's fake. My my best friend is convinced it's an act. Well, what's this? Only because have you not seen him? It's the guy with the GoPro that films oh, himself. Yes, watching trains. so people outed him. Uh, uh, yeah, saying like, "Oh, you're fake." But it's not his real name, though, is it? Well, That's... he did a no. he did a, a video saying how much he loves trains and how it is real, and he's really offended that people thought he was lying. I love that people love trains, but then my cousin said to me, "the th- the biggest thing that sort of puts you off the scent." Is that in a few of his women, uh, videos, there's really attractive women with him, right. which wouldn't happen if you were a train. Oh spotter. no, I but think I trains know. are universal, aren't they? I don't know. Like, I don't hate trains. If I saw a big honking train, I'd be enthralled. But I wouldn't go out my way to like look at trains. No, I know. But I think it could be because we don't get exciting trains. So at least I don't think we do. We've had a few steam ones come through the station down here. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell some, you that now. Big chuggers. <laughs> I think I'd be. Uh, I don't know. I think it'd be, I'm just more into cars and stuff like that. But like, because oh, yeah. I can't drive a train. Neither can I. So, <laughs> and I. Yeah, but if somebody said, "Do you want to go to drive a train?" Fuck yeah. You'd say yeah. Let me honk your horn. You can do it in Flangoflin, which is like three miles down there. Yeah. You can. They've got like a little railway that runs for about ten miles from Flangoflin to Corwin. Yeah. And you can drive the steam train. You can buy like a, a ticket thing to drive it there or drive it back. Brilliant. And I don't think it's that expensive. I think it's like ninety quid. Is that it? Yeah. I'd do it. They, they used to have the Doctor Who museum in uh, Flangoflin as well until they knocked it down and built houses on. <laughs> so trains are all good. That. 
Yeah. But what do we think of trams? Oh, yeah. Oh. I love a tram. I don't like trams. It's one of the highlights of going to Blackpool. Matt? <laughs> See, we, we've got them. Uh, it sounds like I live everywhere, but close to where we live on the coast, we've got those weird trams that go up and down the cliff face as well. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Like massive, just a room on an elevator type thing. Yeah. Um, I, I can't remember the last time I was on a tram. Well, I mean, I've, I've probably been on more trams than trains. Really? I, I oh, probably the equal amount. I'd say it's probably equal as well. Yeah, I think like Alaman trams, San Francisco trams, Manchester trams. See, I'm, that's the one thing I'm not into. Like when you go to Manchester and there's just a tram in the middle of the road. What What are you supposed to do? Well, are you supposed to just go? I don't. Know what, <laughs> I don't know what the etiquette is. Don't know. Because uh, that's the. It's one thing that puts me. I'll drive anywhere. I'll, you know. You do like. I will. You drive. don't give a shit. No, I'll drive anywhere. Yeah. Roads, pavements. Yeah. I'll drive anywhere. Just so to. Driving in cities, I have no idea what I'm doing. I only know Manchester, but like when I'm up against a tram, it's me. You, if it's me or the tram. Good question. Oh, your series going off. I think it's like you know how like cyclists now have got priority. And like we'll get into that. Like they've yeah, they can do what. Uh, not saying that they do what they want anyway, but they can now sort of do what they want to make themselves feel safe in the road. What about me? So do, is a tram the version of us in the car and the car is now the the cyclist? So do you get priority over the tram? Can you be like, whoa, whoa, whoa? How quick can a tram stop? It's fairly quick, isn't it? I'd say pretty quick. Yeah. But for safety, I imagine they're not allowed to just slam the brakes on no. so like people just fly through the window of the tram. Oh, I don't think they give a shit anymore. Bus drivers don't give a shit. Bus drivers... That was my dream growing up. I just wanted to drive a bus. I wanted to be a taxi man. Did you? Yeah. Matt? I honestly can't remember. It it might even have been train driver. Brilliant. We got all locomotion. Then we just, we just need pilot. Yeah. And uh, I don't do heights. I couldn't do it. I'd love to. Try. It's hard because I'd love to fly a plane. But I know for a fact, I remember being on a flight and they opened like the cockpit door to like give the pilot a drink and just thinking, no way. All the buttons. Whoa! Close <laughs> it, close it, close it. I don't want to know what you're doing behind there. I just want to know that you, you know. You're doing it. You're competent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I would love a model set. Model set of something. Oh. I love models. Love I do more models. I think I'd I'd want a train set. It's it's brilliant. It is brilliant. You, it's brilliant. I, no, that's it. Have I, I, have I ever shown you my layout? Think, pardon? You have to come <laughs> have a look. Because gro- growing up, I could I I had a few train sets for like random Christmases, and we just had the ones that went round in a circle. Mm. Yeah. Like when my wife's uncle was showing me his plan, it, it's more about it's almost like a puzzle, like the logistics of getting everything running oh, yeah. where it should be, and like I'd love to go on a proper big train set. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Right, you can paint uh, dioramas as well, can't you? Well, the people in the yeah. train station. See, I think some model train people prefer that to the trains. Like it's the mo- it's the realism. Yeah, I think that of, that's where I, I sit. I'm, I'm, I love that. I love that. Yeah. And I love that people are into stuff like that, like trains as well. It's like that Francis, whatever his name is. Even if it is fake, I love that people are dead excited about yeah. random things like that. But it, it's like when. Uh... Do you remember Busted, the boy band? Yes. Like, I, I had this conversation once when they were on the radio in the car, and I was like, yeah, they're shit, and I hate them. <laughs> but how many kids are going to pick up a guitar because they've seen that? Yeah. And it, it's almost like a gateway drug, isn't it? You're going to pick a guitar up and actually learn what real music is afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, if he said, oh, I like trains, and it gets a couple of kids interested then you're going to get the proper hardcore a generation down, aren't you? Yeah. You're going to get the sort of the Facebook private group. Yeah. You know, where you've got to join yeah. and ask the three questions. Yeah. It's like, what's your favourite train? What brake pads are on a D6193? Like, you know, I don't know. I just want to know about trains. Like, I love proper hardcore groups like that. Hey, tell you what, hobbies, talk about hobbies. I think me and my dad share one. It's not obscure, but we collect... 8mm and 16mm film and projectors and fix them up and it's pretty good it's pretty good I love old film I love the smell the smell smell of old film oh it's fantastic I've got a sinus issue (laughs) I do I've got a sinus issue (laughs) after we were talking about train spotting the other day it triggered something in my memory and one of my uncles won like some British Meccano engineer award and he built like a replica like ferry port with a crane (sighs) and all sorts that's mad Uh, yeah and like I I remember it in his house and just like going oh that's big and like now I think you know that must have been like a full time job to him yeah that's a lot of effort that isn't it to get that goes into things when you're doing something like that, that's that's hard. I'd get bored of it. Like I'd want to change it. Yeah, but if you know there's a goal, like say you're going to win something, it's different to just saying, right, I'm going to make a house out of Lego. Well, I'm going to make the biggest Lego right. house to win a competition. It's sort of that's a different. Have you seen Lego big builds? Yeah. Oh. I like it when they go wrong. You know when they put a piece in and like they fall yeah. off the ladder into it. That's what I want. Yeah. It's like dominoes. You know when they set up like the world's longest domino run and somebody sneezes or breathes the wrong way? You know. You don't get that back. Card stackings, I think the classic one, isn't it? Card stacking, yeah. Yeah. Stack a cat. That game that I had for Christmas. Still can't get further than four. Tim got five. Just can't do it. Can't do it. I'm not very good at stuff like that though. Stacking. Well, you know, if it's a pallet, I could probably stand. Pallet, <laughs> you're right. You, you know, I can't stand pallets. How high do you reckon you can stack pallets before they fall? Oh, well, uh, I don't know. I suppose theoretically, if you're good enough at it, you can just go forever. Yeah, no wind. It's a you know, and you can just stack. Because they put them on the back of lorries, don't they, where they're going to take yeah. them. And I've seen some pallet lorries that <laughs> look like that's not safe. Like the ratchet strap, if one, if that burst, 
you've had it. There's going to be pallets everywhere. Yeah. So I reckon, I reckon thirty safely. No, I don't. I not What are you doing? Well, next door has got some pallets in the front garden in a pile. Right. I'm just going to see how many that is, and then work out my answer from there. Okay. Right, he's got seven, and that's nearly the height of his little car. So I'm going to say, I'm going to go 40. 40 pallets. I'm going to go 50. 50 pallets. Things we'll never find out. We must know somebody who's got like 100 pallets lying around in a forklift that we can give it a go. I hate pallets. They're horrible things. Yeah, I can't stand them. Splinters out, I can't stand What about plastic Euro pallets? Oh no! I hate. I think I don't hate them as much because you can build a house with them. But Brilliant. no, the wooden ones I can't stand. No, I can't stand. <laughs> any yeah. any more about train spotting that you want to get yeah. off your chest? What's your favourite part of a train? Ooh, it's Matt, gotta be the boiler Matt, bit. Isn't it? Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, the little bit in the back of the train where all the coal is. Yeah. Do you like it when they're detached from the main body of the engine? It's like sort of yeah. the risk of that link. If your foot goes in there... You've had it. You know, <laughs> you're going to have an afternoon out with the Undertaker. You are. You know. I like that. Yeah. Trains are great. Yeah. I think we're... So we're all voted yes on trains. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't go out my way. To, I, I hate public transport trains. Oh, I can't yeah. stand them. Like a reaver. They always smell as shit. They do stink. Yeah, why is that? Especially if you're going for a nice, quiet day out and you get on and it's full of hen parties. Oh, God. I'm out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm out. Oh, I'm yeah. out trains. I'm, I'm going to sit in the, like, the, the bit before the Would you the be seated. A, a train conductor? Not conductor. Did, did a man or Ticket woman? Man. Yeah, a woman. Uh, I would on like a sort of, you know, like the like the railway is in Llangollen, where it's not you don't really get anywhere. It's just for like a pleasure railway. Is that what they call it? Where you just sort of like the Snowdon Mountain Railway and the Tanathlin and Llangollen, like they're just sort of you pay for a ticket, they show you some hills, and then you. No, I want to be place. like the punch man. Yeah, but you don't really... Is that really a thing anymore? On, like, modern trains? Do they have a, a train No, they conductor? have barriers now, don't they? Don't yeah, barriers. it's all electric. Yeah. Oysters. And all Oyster that. cards. Like, I'd, I'd want to do it sort of vintage railway. Yeah. Where you get to wear the costume. Yeah. You get a proper little... <laughs> yeah. Not an Uzi. You get, like, a little... Uh, like, receipt. A, like, like, a fanny printer. pack printer thing. Yeah. You get to walk around stamping people's tickets and say, no, it's get still, your feet off that. It's still a thing in like train stations near us. Yeah. Because um, there are electric barriers, electric barriers in all like, cities and stuff like that. But yeah. Yeah, we've got me here. It's just yeah. if they can be asked, checking check. tickets. I think, yeah. I think two things I'd love to do on a train that I never had. I'd love to do an overnight sleeper train. Yeah. Oh. Just, just for the experience. Yeah. And, and a train where it's got a cabin on it. Instead of like satin rows where you can have a little door and a little yeah. room to yourself. Like Orient Express. Yeah. Level. Yeah. 
I like the idea of that. Yeah. I would like that. Perhaps we should take the well, aftershow like... on the, the, the <laughs> Orient Express. It'll only cost about 80 grand. Like the ones with um, a restaurant on it as well. And stuff oh, like yeah, that. proper. Like, I'd yeah. love to do that. Murder. Yeah. Well, not murder. Well, it'd be you, know, wouldn't it? Yeah, probably. Unless there's the American one, isn't it? That's the sleeper one. Where, like, the glass... It's got, like, a glass roof. Have you seen that? No. Can't think of it. Hey! Well, what about these planes? <laughs> what planes? What about these planes? The three-story ones, and you got like beds and arms for that. I always wanted to go on one of them. Do you know what I mean? No. Oh, like, well, like a big plane. Yeah, pretty much. But like, uh... but that, that's another niche YouTube rabbit hole. Watch people reviewing flights, oh, where it's like, oh, I'm going to London to. I don't know, New York on the most expensive flight. Here's my room on the plane. It's got a shower and stuff like that. I've seen a bloke on Facebook that does it. He's got glasses and he always wears a mask and he's like, I'm, this is the cheapest airline from Thailand to oh God. Taiwan or something. And it's like, it's ropey. Yeah. Like, cam. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, one cam. engine's working. Yeah. They can still use the cigarette thing on the back of the seat. Yeah. Like, you know, it's bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. We've had it. We're going down. I don't know. I hate planes and I hate airports. You see a lot of people at the end of, like, I've only ever gone from Manchester Airport. But, you know, like at the end of the runway, they're all there with, like, their walkie talkie CB radios, aren't they? Like, listening in. Uh, the big pipes. Yeah. No, not like the people that work there. Oh, oh like sorry. Plane spotters. Oh, they call oh them. at the gates, aren't they? Yeah, like watching them take off and writing down the numbers. And... My dad's a digital tra- uh, plane spotter, I reckon. A digital plane spotter? Yeah, with the app. Do you only see all the planes on, the, on, the, on a big world map? That's a bit, you know. Boring. Uh, it's a bit ISIS. What's the next topic? WCCCWCY. <laughs> well, uh, what what do you want to move on to? So we've done train spotting, cryogenics, cryogenics. Let's, let's go up a, a notch. All right. So you you're dead, but not as we know it. Now this is your baby. <laughs> so cryogenics. I fell down this rabbit hole like two yeah, weeks ago. I've I've I've. I've seen documentaries on it uh, a few years ago now. And it freaks familiar. me out. They all do it in different ways, don't they, these companies? Well, explain the process and what it actually is. Right. Well, uh, let's just get initial impressions. Matt. <laughs> See, I, I had to read up on it this week because I was under the impression if you just got put in a freezer, like, this is me as a scientist, like, the water in your body would expand when it freezes and it would burst all your cells. That's why you don't refreeze defrosted chicken breasts. You would just be like a big pink mush. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah. Then, then, then when I read about it, they dehydrate you first and fill you with antifreeze. Yeah. So apparently, I, that, yeah, they just, they give you a blood transfusion, but instead of blood, they use like chemical grade antifreeze. Is it like embalming? But, not really. It's sort of it. It is weird. It's it's very freaky as well. It's like it's not nice. It's an area. You know when you're watching something and it's perfectly fine to be watching this, but it just doesn't feel right. No. There's something that doesn't sit right with me. With sick. It. And the one I read, it said they freeze you upside down as well. Is that so? Al- if Amco Alco, uh, it might be. 
So, like, so if the liquid they freeze you in leaks, at least your brain's still frozen. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry about it. (laughs) So, yeah, so I've done a bit of... But what is cryogenics? So cryogenic freezing. So basically, from what I can work out, the ideal scenario is that... I'm going to sound really stupid saying this now, but it's sort of, they catch you at the point where you're dead, you're clinically dead, but they could sort of bring you back for a couple of minutes before you snuff it again. So they, they ideally, they want to be there as a medical professional says you're dead. Right. And then they put you on uh, a ventilator and like a chest compression thing and they put you in like a bath on wheels and fill it full of little ice cubes until they get you back to their place. They're like, they're lock up. <laughs> you know, like Breaking yeah. Bad. And they sort of, and once they've done that, they give you a blood transfusion, but switch your blood for antifreeze. Just want to get in the garage. Well, yeah, well, no, I don't think it's sort of add blue. (laughs) (laughs) And then they sort of... So once they've done that, once they've pumped you full of antifreeze, I think the hope is that the antifreeze will take out all of the water in your cells, and then... But I can't see... So it's done it for... You're sure all of them are done now, are they? Because... And also, like, I just don't get it. So once they've done that, and they filled you full of antifreeze, and that's all sorted. They drill three holes in your head. Of course they do. To check that your brain has sort of shrunk a bit so that all of the water's come out of it. Right. And then they just slowly start bringing you to, like, minus 196 degrees. And then they sort of just put you in, like, a metal flask upside down and fill fill it full of liquid nitrogen. No. Oh. <laughs> is it liquid nitrogen? That sounds like an explosive. Uh, yeah, liquid nitrogen's Cold. one of the ways. I can't remember when I had a look. I think there was like solid carbon dioxide was the other. Nice. Like dry ice. What would you prefer? Carbon dioxide or? <laughs> Just like a respectful Christian funeral would do for me. Yeah. <laughs> Just... <laughs> You know, just cremate me. Just in the it's eyes fine. of God, please. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So literally anything, just flight at me around the back of Asta. It's fine. Just don't put me in a big freezer. Yeah. It's there's something a bit sort of Well what to what end? Why are they doing this? Well uh, from all of the research that's done, I think the only thing that they've been able to like freeze, unfreeze and get to work again is like a rabbit kidney. Where they've been able to like cryogenically freeze the kidney, bring yeah. it back, yeah. and put it back in the rabbit, and it works, right. and the rabbit lived. Right. But to do that for your whole body, and your brain, and be restored with all your memories, and it's a long shot, that, isn't it? Because it's relying on technology that doesn't exist. Yeah. It's like, we're going to freeze you for a thousand years, and by then they'll have worked it out. It's a bit odd, isn't it? But it's not just people. Well, no, you can. So you can you can freeze yourself full body. Yeah. You can freeze freeze your brain, or you can freeze your pets. Now, why would you want your pet to come back to life in like four hundred years when you're dead? 
<laughs> it's just going to go to well, the RSPCA, they, isn't it? They must do a package where it's like a family package. The so family it, pack. <laughs> it, it must be. Nice. No, I didn't think of that, really. They, I, they, uh, well, the, the, yeah, the, the whole idea is that they'll freeze you, yeah. and in a couple of hundred years when they've cured cancer and Alzheimer's and all of the all of the bad stuff people die of. The baddies. Yeah, the big guns. Yeah. You'll just be reanimated, have a couple of years knocked off you, and you can just carry on as normal. But I saw an interview with a cryonics scientist from America who said that's about as possible as you going to the fridge, getting a burger out, and leaving it on the side to grow back into a cow. Like, that's... It's, that's a pretty big... That's a long all, shot, yeah. that, isn't it? I wouldn't mind... You'd I, do it. Well, it's expensive, isn't it? Well, that's... I've worked it out for us. Go on, then. <laughs> so, the cost, the entry level for cryopreservation at the Cryonics Institute Lifetime Membership Package is a one-off £924 upfront charge that you pay when you're alive. Oh, not bad. Then it costs another further £80,000 once eh? you're dead. Wait, £194? <laughs> that soon shot up. <laughs> Give us 900 quid now. When you're dead, your relatives will have to find eighty grand, And then add £30,000... For the UK to get you over there, because we don't do it. No, because it's sick. I think there's six... Oh, oh, here we go. There's four facilities that exist in the world. Four? Uh, Yeah, three in in USA and one in Russia. So, take your pick. (laughs) I I must admit, that's fewer than I thought there would be. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll give you some facts in a minute. So, it's 30 grand to have the... The process sort of done over here, like the transfusion, and get you to one of the well, places. I suppose it'd have to be, because it takes you long. Well, for each of us, as an adult male, full body, it's about 120 grand. What if you... I don't know, just 120 grand for a male. So it doesn't matter how big or small you are? Just adult male, they say. So they're going like six foot, 15 stone or something. I don't know. So am I not an adult male? Oh, well, yeah, but... Oh. It's about 120 grand. It's 128 grand if you want just your brain done. Don't know how you feel about that. I would... Yeah. If you've had had your brain done, what's best case scenario? You can pick anything from the animal kingdom to get it put into when you come out. What are you going for? Well, I think I'd go for a robot, but if we're going for animal... That's not the animal kingdom. Yeah, I know, but if we're going for animal kingdom... It's got to be a monkey. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, I, I know you famously hate monkeys, Harry. <laughs> I fucking hate them. It's got to be a monkey, They're though, just isn't it? shit, aren't they? They're just shit. Yeah, but I can throw shit at people, and especially like children in Chester Zoo, and no one will bat an eyelid. That is a perk. <laughs> That's a perk and a half. But that. what you're telling me is that you, you're going to spend 28 grand to throw shit at kids. Well, not only that, no, but... It, it's a, it's a perk of the job, isn't it? I'd go giraffe. No, I wouldn't go. Fun. No, I wouldn't go giraffe. No, you made a mistake there. We've got to hope that there's going to be some sort of brain dead giraffe out there that I can be transplanted into. Yeah. Yeah, it's like when you get your donor card, you've <laughs> got to tick a box like what you want to be. It's like the lobster. Have you ever seen the lobster? 
The lobster. Yeah. Have you seen the lobster, Matt? I have, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a film where if you don't find a, a match, like a relationship mm-hmm. with someone else, then you get sent to this hotel. And if you don't find someone to love, and he loves you back, like a former relationship with someone, someone in like, I think two weeks, you get turned into an animal. Wow. Interesting. There we are. But I, I, I don't think I'd choose a monkey on second thought. I think I'll choose a... You want something that's not going to go for you. A sea lion. A sea lion? Yeah. I think I'd go Galapagos tortoise. One of those massive tortoises. Yeah, that's Big cool. tortoise. Yeah. It's got to hold your brain, though. Yeah, but it's a, that's a big tortoise. A brain isn't that big, is it? Oh, it is. It's not really. If you, if you put your two fists together, that's roughly the size of your brain. I love that science teacher fact. Loads <laughs> of kids just doing that. There you go. <laughs> That's your heart. Kids just doing yeah. that. Yeah. Wow. That's your brain. There's not that, you know, I reckon a, a tortoise, they, they're uh, big, aren't they? Yeah, I suppose. Like the Galapagos ones, they're massive. Blue, oh, you I'd could go whale. Be, yeah, you could go blue whale. Well, <laughs> not far off now, Not far off. <laughs> well, do you, do you not think a blue whale, like, because you'd have your consciousness and you'd just be like, oh, swam about today. So that's why I want to be a monkey because I've got thumbs. Oh, actually, I'm going to go seagull. Big seagull. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, because you just get to eat chips. You can fly about, bob on the sea, do a bit of fishing. That's true. It's a good day. It's a good day. What what if I told you there is a cheaper alternative? To cryogenic? Yeah, when I was Googling cryogenic freezing... This headline came up, and I think it might be the best headline of any news story ever. So it's from this week in the Express. Boy, 15, throws his nipples off with two cans of links in Twisted School Dare. Twisted School Dare. Yes, yes, yes. Twisted. A reckless teenager lost his nipples after freezing them with two cans of links when he accepted a crazy dare. That's a sad, sad story, isn't it? So how many bottles of Lynx would you have to get to cryogenically freeze yourself? So if, if a bottle... Hang on, why did he go for the nipples? Well, are we talking like the little bottle of Lynx or like the, the long, tall one? Long, tall? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think this description is fantastic. So recalling the incident, the teen said, it was all fine. It was all fine. Then the boy who was actually freezing my nipples flicked both my nipples, and that's when they fell off. Oh, my God. Have you ever seen a wart? It was exactly like that. Amazing. So there you go. I kind of want It's weird, that, isn't it? Like, so, right, so two cans... So we're going to judge by that, that one can, one nipple. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a fair assumption. So I reckon we're going to need 150 cans. No way, you don't need loads more than that. Do you reckon? A nipple's a tiny bit of flesh. Yeah, I'd say a thousand cans. Let's do that. Let's see if Pound Zone have got any. They'll have a <laughs> well, good don't deal. Forget, you'd have to get loads of people to do it at the same time as well because you don't want to thaw out. You could yeah. rig it yourself, couldn't you? No. You, yeah, you could. No, you I reckon couldn't. you could. 
You couldn't. If you lay them all out in sort of like a circle, so you God, sort of stink. If you make yourself a well of links <laughs> that you sort of lower yourself into, and then with sort of one pull of a wooden bar that we could have get all of them. <laughs> Like chocolate's my choice. If you haven't killed yourself by inhaling, yeah. <laughs> there's every hope. The world Do you need a legal disclaimer on this pod just to make sure that, yeah. like, do you not endorse? Yeah. We don't endorse. I wouldn't do it myself, but if you... yeah. <laughs> it's not for me. But, but... Yeah. so let's have a look. Um, how many people have been cryogenically frozen? Uh, it's quite a lot, actually. Should we have a guess? The, a guess? the facilities are quite large. I think most people go for the brain, though. I don't think it's the whole body. No, you're wrong. I think that's... I think it must be in the 200s. I can't see it being much higher than that. I reckon 1,200. Okay. Worldwide. As of 2014, about 250 corpses have been cryogenically preserved in the US, and around 1,500 people have signed up to have their remains preserved. As of 2016, four facilities exist in the world, three in the US, one in Russia. So 250 people. Not bad. That's, yeah, that's that's a lot less than I thought it was yeah, going to be. Yeah, same. Because, yeah, that, that is a lot less. Um, like, it, for something where there's only four facilities, like, uh, it, it's something... That's more well known than it should be, then, really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, really. Because you, that is, mind you, Pang Zone. That's one facility, and, and that's they, a global phenomenon. That's <laughs> like forty thousand views per video. Yeah, that's you know. So who are we to judge? Who are we to judge? <laughs> uh, what about famous people? There's one really famous one that everybody says is cryogenically frozen. Elvis Pre- What Disney? And he isn't. Well, he isn't cryogenically frozen. Everybody seems to think he is, but apparently, he isn't. I'd I love it if he was, though. If he defrosted, oh, and he's yeah. like, "Hey, hey, it's me, Walt Disney." And ever since then, all his like anti-Semitism <laughs> stuffs come out, and the the world actually not that keen on Walt Disney, the man anymore. He'd probably just crack on with his. Uh, what's the part called? I don't know. Oh, Epcot. Oh, yeah. Crack F- on with finish that. that. Yeah. That's the first thing he's going to do. Well, it's the last thing he did, so it's probably the first <gasps> thing. <gasps> Epcot. <laughs> yeah, it's honestly, they, like, the day Big of golf his, ball. day of his death, he was looking up at the ceiling in his hospital bed. Yeah. And he was, like, because they were all squares, and he's plotting out where things would be in Epcot. Sad part, isn't it? Was it, was it Walt Disney, where is... His last words were that actor from the eighties. What what's the guy called that was in Tombstone and Big Trouble in Little Chinatown? I can picture him. Um, but his final words were this actor's name. <laughs> um, hold on. Oh. Uh... I think I like the main character, Kurt, Kurt Russell. Oh, yeah. I'm certain it's Walt Disney. His last words as he was dying were Kurt Russell, as if he'd like mm. planned a movie for him, and then the sequel. Then died. That's yeah. Much being Kurt. Oh yeah, it'd be a bit weird, wouldn't it? Yeah. To have like yeah, poor Kurt. 
Paul Kurt. I don't think so. Paul Paul Kurt. Oh, I feel bad for him well, now. Uh, any? Does anybody know any other famous people that have been cryogenically frozen? Um, there isn't many. <laughs> and if you want to define fame, let's go very is loose. John Pertwee cryogenically. Is John Pertwee cryogenically frozen? Yeah. No. He seems like the type of man he would be, though. I reckon he did it himself. Yeah, links. Sean, <laughs> Sean Pertwee's got a big flask. Um, Old Spice. Cans and cans of it. Stinks of Old Spice. (laughs) You can still smell it to this day. Some say. Uh, We got, uh, so not Walt Disney. No. Uh, FM 2030, that weird bloke from the 80s who sort of said that you could, you know, I don't know what you call people like that, where they're just a bit odd. FM 2030. Like tinfoil hat people or... No, he's just sort of... um, I don't know. Just weird. Tapped? And is he cryogenically frozen? Yes. Well, figures. Yeah, a bit tapped. I don't know who he is. Uh, Ted Williams, a baseball player. Don't know. Don't know. Uh, James Bedford, who's the first person. He was a scientist, apparently. Fair enough. He's done. He's got his own vat, apparently. Oh, no way. Mm. Bit lonely. Yeah. Is, are they floating in, like, Avatar, or is it... They're sort of, from the videos that I've watched, they're sort of like ratchet strapped onto like a metal... Oh, so you've seen yeah, these bodies. There's one... What's the American thing? 60 Minutes? 60 oh, yeah. thing? It's Australian, isn't it? Yeah. Or New Zealand? That's what I said, isn't it? American. Oh, sorry. Australian. Where there was this lady that was dying of brain cancer, I want to say. Yeah. And she, like her request was that she was going to be cryogenically frozen. And she wanted the process filmed for everybody to see so that they wouldn't be sort of... So that they wouldn't be weirded out by it. So she thinks that filming someone drilling it into her head while she's again frozen, like, oh, it's it's not that bad, actually. It's all on YouTube where they've filmed... They haven't filmed the whole whole thing, but, like, Mm. they do show her sort of turn into sort of like an orangey colour as the antifreeze goes in and... The probes wow. in her head, and it's it's dark. Like, although I am fascinated by mummies, so mm. I love mummies. It's like, did did you ever see? Was it a Stephen Fry documentary where they went to the place where they see bodies decaying? Oh, is that Stephen Fry in America or something? Yes, yeah, um, I remember like, that. I think it was largely homeless people or people that donated it, but the police. Like would wrap them in carpet and throw them in a lake. Oh god! So they could yeah. assess when they find a body in a lake, like how long it'd been there and stuff. And like it was so grim because he walked past like a row of wheelie bins, and obviously it just had like chopped up people in it. I remember that. Why yeah. would someone think that's a good idea? I get it. It's a good. It's yeah, it is a good, it's a good idea. idea. It's, it's just a bit. Out, but... Yeah. It's the whole cryonics thing is just a bit creepy. Yeah, it's very weird. But they might be laughing when when they wake up and like, oh. Well, they'll they'll probably start laughing once they've finished counting their money, because yeah. it's, you know, it's it's, it's an annual thing, isn't it? Like thirty grand. Well, I think you pay. So it's it's a hundred and twenty grand, and then I think like every fourteen years, it's like ten grand to your family. Well, that's not for too the, bad you know, for the price of the. Whatever you've used as the icy stuff. The icy stuff. You know. 
Which, that's very expensive, that, isn't it? And you imagine, like, if you're going to be frozen for hundreds of years. Like, in the 60s, yeah, people true. thought that cancer would be cured by now. Like, that's it. And you think how slow that that process has been of, like, finding cures for stuff. It's going to be hundreds yeah. of years. But do, do you think the people that work there and own this facility, do you think they're... Do you think they buy into it? No. Or, like, you know, if there's a power cut, do you think they're stressing or they're just saying, oh, we'll just turn the freezers on in the morning? Who's going to know? There's, well, right. there's, there's an interview with, I think it's Alco, I think the, the company is. And, like, the bloke that runs it in America is this, you know, um, when you imagine people who've got a lot of money, they wear a black V-neck tucked into black trousers with a suit jacket over it. Yeah. And he's got ginger hair that's slicked back and, and a bit of a beard, right? He's a very, you know, entrepreneurial type. Yeah. And he's been interviewed about the facility and the person asks what happens if you have a power cut. So uh, if they fill the top of the flask thing that all of the people are in, you can fit like five bodies in one container, I think. And they f- say they fill it with liquid nitrogen. It takes eight months for it to drain completely. And even with sort of however much is at the bottom, if it's just your head that's in the liquid nitrogen, the temperature at the top is still exactly the same. Right. So, but they just fill it to the top for some reason. <laughs> it's like, well, you just waste it, do not you? It be half the price if they did it properly. Yeah, you know. So I think if they had a power cut or anything went wrong, You've got eight months, realistically, before... Where in reality... Yeah. It, just, pa- I don't know. I don't know how, how expensive liquid I, I, is. I, I, I reckon it's quite dear-do. Dear-do. Yeah. I reckon... You could just say... Like, are there any windows in these canisters? Or no, no. So you can just say that you did it, and in reality, they're in the bin. Yeah. It's just a very strange process. I'd, I'd recommend everybody watch the... The sixty minutes thing. Yeah. It's very creepy, but I'm sure I've watched it at some they, point. Most of the staff though are conv- have all signed up for it. Like they all the people who run the facilities are the people who are completely convinced that this is gonna work. And I'm guessing that's people who believe in lizard people. No, not necessarily. Um, and a lot of them are scientists or doctors. Like or, they've they've done like their PhD and they've just convinced themselves that this is gonna work. Power to them. Oh, power to them. If it, if it makes death more comforting, go for it. Because you won't see the money. Nothing yeah. to do with you. This is your baby. I mean, funerals are dear anyway, aren't they? You're talking like... Yeah, well... Five grand from, like, base sun, price? Sun Life adverts. Axa Sun Life. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. Free pack a pen just for inquiring. Brilliant. So you can sign the cheque when you need to pay yeah. for the <laughs> So, were, were the li- did you say there's different tiers of like being frozen, like yeah. a gold plan, like yeah, what? the most popular one is the uh, Cryonics lifetime membership package. So you pay a one-off. So say we decide to do it now. You pay £924 up front when you're alive. Yeah. And then you have to pay the £80 when you're dead. Now, I don't know why you can't just pay that off now. 
they they just won't let you do it. There has to be paid upon. I think because if you die in like an explosion, then there's nothing left to salvage. So do you reckon it's just you, the nine hundred quid is to just like reserve your spot? Yeah. And then once they've got your body yeah. and they're doing it, it's like right. Well, you need to pay for this, otherwise we're and, not putting it in. Yeah, because it yeah. might all just be like, well, we left too long. We can't salvage any of this, so yeah. we don't. Your eighty yeah. grand was wasted. I reckon it's that. Get yourself frozen till the future when they found a cure for explosions. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> a cure for explosions. Multiple stab wounds to the heart. His hands in that one. His left arm is in yeah. that one. Where's his ear? It's in the pet one. There was no room. <laughs> There's no room. Just a bag with Luke written on it and an ear. A bag. <laughs> a ziplock. He's in the ziplock. Sharpie. Luke M. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, cryonics. We got. I, I asked for some feedback. I did a poll. Oh, cryonics. As well. mm. I did. I asked for feedback on both. So, for cryonics, I asked, um, "Would you like to be cryogenically frozen?" Um, the answers, the like, replies were yes, no, or unsure. How how do you reckon it fared, percentage wise? I reckon most was unsure. Most unsure, yeah. Matt. I think people might have said yes. Like, there's like a romantic element, isn't there, to yeah. being frozen? Yeah. Well, the replies came back. Unsure was twenty percent. Oh. Yes was zero percent. Wow. And no oh. was eighty percent. Oh, so we we had ten. We only had ten votes on that one. The ghost one was more popular. But yeah, out of ten people, eighty percent is no, and the right. rest are just unsure about it. Which is interesting. Are you unsure? Are you a yes? I wouldn't have it done. No. I just want to go in a box. Let the worms <laughs> have me. Yeah. You know. What about you, Matt? Oh, you've already no. said, haven't you? Yeah. Not for me, like I say. Uh, anything else. Cremate me, bury me, donate me to science, but... Please don't freeze me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be cold. <laughs> you know, like, in a hundred years' time... If I, have, uh, if I have kids and they're like, you see that metal tube over there? There's dad. Uh, that's <laughs> <my> dad. <laughs> you know, Christmas kids time. looking through the window. Go say hello to your granddad and I'm there frozen. Go on. Go and wrap tinsel around granddad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> around his flask. Flask. <laughs> Don't put the Christmas lights on it because it raises his temperature a little bit. <laughs> I don't think they freeze you quite like that, do they? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like a Neanderthal. Yeah. <laughs> I'd want to be frozen in a sort of scream as if like somebody shot me. That. <laughs> I think it'd be great. Yeah. So yeah. So, I don't. I. I. I don't want to done. I want to be shot into space. Hasn't Stephen? Didn't that? Isn't that what Stephen Hawking wanted doing? Yeah. What? Did it happen? Because he's in... I, I thought he's I, in Westminster Abbey or somewhere, isn't he? I think they took maybe some of his ashes or something. I, I don't know. Oh, I, no, I don't want ashes shot into space. I know it's expensive. You want your body shot into space? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You better start saving. Mind you, Elon might be able to sort that out for you. Elon? He'd be into that, I reckon. He'd do it himself, I If reckon. you emailed him... Elon at Tesla.com. <laughs> at Tesla. <laughs> Mail at Elon.Tesla.com. I reckon if you just said to him, look, Elon, I really want to be shot into space. 
can you fix it? Yeah, so something. Yeah. Elon, <laughs> Elon will fix it for you. Yeah. Uh, we had a reply. Well, about... I, I want to get shot into space because I think at some point. Well, you've got three options, haven't you? Endless. Like Hobbit. Endless, like. Yeah, like you're just going endlessly into space. But at some point, you're going to hit something. So you're be it, be uh, eventually, planet. Hubble is going to hit. I don't know. The well, Dalek fleet. No, but. It, well, maybe. <laughs> at some point, you might go into. It probably go get grabbed by some gravitational pull and go into like a. It's just crossed some sort of a barrier, isn't it? Um, Hubble. Or like maybe last year? Hubble. <laughs> I don't know, where it's sort of, you know, leaving our... Yeah. I don't know. Our zone. Our zone. I don't want to say a technical term. I don't know what well, it is. Anyway, at some point I'm going to go into a planet or burn into the core of a sun, which I think is fucking awesome. But maybe aliens, you know, little greys, pick me up. They'll probably think it's a, I think... a comet coming towards them. Look at the size of this. <laughs> <laughs> but they'll have a look and think, right... If this guy needs probing. Leave it. But he's dead. Revive him. We'll probe him. Oh, interesting. So, so yeah. if you haven't exploded, yeah, I've got is your bo- Are you just going to be shot as you are, or are you going to be in some sort of a pod? No, as I am, hoodie and all. <laughs> in your jeans. Yeah, but I think have you, have you seen AI? Film. Yeah. 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 You know the end where like he wakes up. From being frozen in New York and like oh, spoiler, I like all oh, the aliens uh, surrounding him. Mm. That right, that interesting. Don't want to be probed, but if that if it means that I can get revived, if it happens, it happens. <laughs> that... <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, we had a reply by cryogenic freezing from Christopher Page from the Time Shifters and Orphan Entertainment podcast. Uh, old me on the verge of death or middle-aged me with another 30 to 40 years to go? That was the question. So, Well, this is the thing with cryogenics. Like, You've still got age to combat. Although in the future, you might... Yeah, I suppose. You never I know think what th- technology I think that they're, will be there. Of, they're treating the future as going to be... Or they're treating ailments like cancer and other diseases. Age is in that as well. So it's just all like the common cold... Yeah, you know, just everything. Well, everything has been cured. You know, uh, it goes on to say, "I'd go for the whole Buck Rogers kind of thing." Well, in a couple of hundred years, just pick, uh, just pick up with Wilma Deering. Don't see any point in just dying to be revived and still be old and just ready to yeah. die again. Neither do so, I. Yeah. yeah we are. Oh well. <laughs> well, we Thanks won't sign Christopher up for no. the freezing. Yeah. That's a no. no. That's a no from Christopher. I'm just making note of that one on there. There we go. So, I reckon we could save up for at least one of our listeners. Or one of the after show to get done. No, we can't. What is it? 120 quid. 120 quid. 120 grand. What does that equal out? You probably do Kickstarter. Let's do it. A Kickstarter to get one of the after show cry gently frozen. Who out of all of us is probably more, not more likely, but we could pressure into doing it? Rob. Do you reckon we could pressure Rob? Rob? Yeah, definitely Rob, yeah. 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 Plus, he's, like, young. It'd be a waste on me. Like, I've had more time than you, Lot. Just. You don't look old, Matt. I'm nearly 37. Really? 
Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not some marvel of medical science. <laughs> but... You still look like you're in your twenties, I reckon. I got nine years to go. I've had a tough paper round. Yeah, those Hovis Hills are steep. Hovis Hills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. I reckon. Who? Can... I reckon Caroline's the one to convince. She won't have it. Do you reckon? No. Not having it. No, 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 no. Mm. That's dead now. And Keith, Keith Say. Do you reckon we could get Keith Say to? No. No, 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 no. Keith, if you're listening, do you want us to pay for you to get frozen? Nothing yet. All right. <laughs> so, uh, should let's, we move on from cryogenics? Let's, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> to something a bit more light-hearted. W-C-C-Y. Ghosts. After death, no. After. There's no chance of revival. Nope. It's life, Jim, but not as we know it. Well, this is it. If you see, you're dead. Cryogenics. Is mm. your ghost? Does your soul go on? Do you believe in the soul? Harold! Jesus Christ. Do you believe in ghosts? Do I believe in ghosts? Are we going short answers first from everybody? Yeah, yes or nay? No. Luke? Maybe. No, yes or no? If you had, if somebody said to you, right, yes, ghosts yes, real? Yes, 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 right. yes, dead cert, 100%, yes. Maybe. Okay, and then we'll go Ma- back around and go on. No, 100% not. No. No. Right then, so I'll... Uh... Right, so Matt, you're 100% no. Yeah. Luke, out of your yesness. Well, can I go maybe? Or is that is it yes or oh, no? Go, yeah, well, go on then. Give us your, your maybe. Well, if it's a maybe, then it's a yes, isn't it? Because... What? You believe in the possibility <laughs> of it, so if that's a, if there's a possibility, then it's a yes. You believe in, in that. So it's a yes. What? Great Scott. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a yes. So you, you believe in ghosts? Yeah, I thought we already did this, but we're going backwards now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I want to know, like, percentage-wise. Oh, I mean... 75? 75% yes. Yeah. Okay. I'd go... Uh, I'd go 94.3% no. You're an ass. <laughs> I'd go 95% no. Right. I'm willing to accept that if somebody could give me some proof, I'm not completely out. No. But if somebody could say to me, well, here's the... Yeah. <laughs> Have a look at that. Read that. You know, like when they're trying to catch a murderer. Yeah. And they give you... When they do the interviews... Not that I've been there. But they give they just get a fake file full of papers to be like, well, we've got all this on you. But in reality, it's just like timesheets and... It's yellow pages. There's nothing. <laughs> if somebody could give me something that was hard evidence... Yeah. Yeah. Like, what would that be? Just, you know, I don't know. I don't know. You so, don't know. So, ghosts. So, again, I, I googled just ghosts to see if there was anything in the news on ghosts. And from North Wales Live, <gasps> there is women capture the sound of ghost swearing as they investigate a spooky hotel. Brilliant. Can we hear it? That's okay. our neck of the woods. We're in. Uh, well, funnily enough, on the video where this ghost swears at the lady, uh, it's actually beeped out and you can't hear anything because 
it says such a horrible word. Oh, fuck it's it just out. like a censored beep over the top of it. Do you reckon it so censored itself? I don't know. Well, according to this, uh, when they were asking, you know, who are you? The ghost replied, uh, so once back at the room, they used the spirit box. God knows what that is to speak oh, I, to the well, ghosts. I don't know what spirit box is. And they were shocked when the male spirit replied saying, you bitch. so then they asked the spirits if they wanted to turn the camera off and it said don't now the thing I think the thing with most people that sort of (laughs) you bitch (laughs) you bitch bitch. (laughs) I've been dead of 20 years you've woken me up I think people who say they've seen a ghost, the majority of people that say they've seen right, a ghost... Right, hands up who's seen a ghost on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I've not seen a ghost, but I've heard one. I see... I, uh, despite saying 100% no, <laughs> like, I, uh, every time I've assumed I've seen a ghost, I can rationalise it and explain it away. Yeah. That's my problem. So, like, for example, me and some friends, we did a walk across the North Yorkshire Moors, 50 miles, and it took us 24 hours. We did it in, like, the hottest day of summer. And in the middle of the night, when we were walking just through moorland, I could hear screaming. Good sound, man. And the combination of it now, I just know quite clearly it was, like, a sheep or a goat. And I was almost certainly sunstroke mm. as well. Fox is the worst. <laughs> Exhaustion, dehydration, yeah, so like, sunstroke. At the time, like, those fi- final five miles went so quick because we <laughs> ran because we were scared of ghosts. <laughs> but then, like, the next day, I was like, no. But then another one. Um, so every year for Christmas, me and my brother book each other a day out so we, like, spend time together. One of the ones we did was a sensory deprivation tank. Oh, God. My worst nightmare. Merry Christmas. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I never want to do one of them. It's absolutely insane. Like, I I had... It's not necessarily a ghost, but I, I spent 45 minutes having a conversation with my six year old self. What? Like, so, like, just there was just me and this little boy that was me when I was younger. Right, I need. Um, I'm sorry, I need context. I'm really intrigued by the story. So, sensory deprivation tank. Is it? It's a right, tank the, of water, isn't it? That. Yeah. So, if, if you imagine a bath like the size of a queen size bed. Yeah. And you're in the middle, and the water is so salty that you float. Oh, okay. They put a lid on it so it's pitch black and it's soundproof. Yeah. So you, you're not touching anything. You can't see anything, can't hear anything, can't taste anything, can't smell anything. So your body's getting no sensory information. So your brain goes a little bit weird. And, like, I, I can remember, like, even though I was laid down, it felt like I was stood up and little boy walks towards me and it turns out it was just me when I was little and you you see this little boy as 
as true as I'm seeing like my hands in front of my face. And like I on one level I was like, that can't be real. I'm in a giant bath. But one hundred percent little boy came and talked to me and I was like, Look, you know, we, we go through some hard times in life but everything there's a lot more good than bad and had a full blown conversation. When they lifted the lid no way. I was crying my eyes out. No way. Yeah. That's mad that isn't it? That probably yeah. don't bother. I've been in I've been in a in like a sa- in one of those like soundproof zero rooms where it's like it's a it's a completely dead room like there's no sound in there whatsoever. They use it for like testing microphones. Yeah. So they put a microphone at one end of the room, and they put like a, a sound so- a speaker at the other end to see if the microphone is like true, or if it like misses out low end or misses out high end. So when they shut this massive like four foot thick door you're suspended on like a net flooring so you're perfectly in the center of this like weird honeycombed room thing and it is totally silent and it's probably one of the scariest experiences i've ever had because you can feel you can hear the blood pumping around your body it's so strange it's it's that silence you can literally you hear the blood like going through your ears you can hear your heart it's horrible. Well, so what's the point? What's the purpose of the uh, sensory deprivation? And what did you get out it, of it, Matt? It, so it's it's meant to be like a relaxation thing. So like, if if you're floating in the middle, there's enough room that you can stretch your arms out, and you shouldn't be able to touch the sides. Yeah. But like, say you touch the side and try and push yourself away from it, all the information in your body tells you you're moving even though you've maybe moved half an inch. Yeah. So you can feel like you're spiraling and all sorts. Like if you lift your head ever so slightly forward, it feels like the inertia's making you do flips oh, and all sorts. And it it's absolutely surreal. Really weird. But like like I say, we went and there was there was maybe half a dozen of us and every one of us had, like, hallucinated mad stuff. No way. How long are you in for? 45 minutes. An hour. An hour. Yeah. So you, you get in, and there's, like, almost like fairy light LEDs, and they gradually dim, and music gets gradually quieter, and then that is it. You're, like, in the void of space. Is there a way to get out? No. <laughs> I think I'm right in saying because the lid is maybe a foot away from your face, even though yeah. you can't really mm. see it. I'm certain if you touch the lid, it's like a panic button. Uh, so like so lights back you, on. And... Yeah, if I, you reach out in a panic, yeah. and it all do, like resets. I doubt they lock you in, and that's it. Yeah, you know, I, I, I thought there'd be a way out, but <laughs> it's like just we'll no see you in an hour. Out. We're just going for tea. Yeah. You know. but yeah, so I, I would say that's probably the closest I've come to, like, again, though, I could rationalise it. Yeah. Like, I knew I was hallucinating, but I wasn't right for a few days after that. Would, well, was it beneficial, or like, what, was that, what did that experience do to you? I don't know, just for a few days, like, like I say, because... I'd literally spent an hour pretty much considering my whole life yeah. and everything, you know, like telling, like I said, to, uh, I don't know, probably on subconscious levels, I needed to tell myself 
that, that everything's fine, don't stress. But like I say, just for a few days, I was like, that, that got really deep. Because yeah. I'm, I'm not an outwardly emotional person on a deep level, I would say. So there was just that one hour where I just dealt with everything. Gosh. I'd love to give it a go, actually. Yeah, same. I'd, I'd be worried that it'd be too big for the tank. Well, you probably got XXL. Like, I'd walk through the door and they'd be like, ah. <laughs> you know, when you dock slightly oh, no. for the door and they think, have we got another one? Oh, I thought you meant... Oh, no, not wait. Well, that's another problem, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> His ass is touching the bottom. It's not doing anything for me there, still. He keeps lighting the tank up. It's. I'd love to. I'd love to give it a go, though. I wonder if they do it round here. I don't know. Manchester was the one we went to. Was that it? was the closest to us. Yeah. Maybe we should do it. I'd be shit scared. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be shit it. scared. So right. So maybe we should yeah. do it as a special. Maybe. Uh, so so ghosts. Yeah. Now, like you, Matt. I'm. I, I probably about five years ago would have said 100% yes, I believe in ghosts. But then I've had sort of probably two experiences that I've rationalised and thought, no way, it's, oh. it's not a ghost. But the more I think about them, it's sort of the more I rationalise it, but then the more my brain thinks, but there must be something in it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, But ultimately... There's probably one person, if if one person said to me, and that would be Tim, probably, I don't know, Tim, who's been on the podcast for a couple of episodes, if Tim told me that he'd seen a ghost, I would believe him. Yeah. Because I, because I trust Tim with with anything. Do you know what I mean? Like if yeah, if, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so as you sat there, Luke, but like you no, know, if 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 he said something like that to me, I'd believe it completely. What if I said it? I don't know. But the, the thing is, I've known Tim all my life. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> but yeah, so I remember, are we going to do stories? Are we going to do some ghost stories? Fuck yeah. Sort of thing? I get you with Tim. It's not even like, uh, even if you didn't, as long as I've known him, which has only been like a couple of years. Yeah. You know, he's not He's not a Billy bullshit. No, no, there's none of that. It's sort of, He's straight as a die, isn't he, with yeah. that sort of stuff. With what, everything, really. But what's this got to... So, no, that's that's what I'm saying, is that my evidence... If somebody, if Tim oh, okay. said to me, look, I saw a ghost last yeah. night, I'd I'd believe him. Yeah. You know, I'd say, okay. That's what it'd it, take. Yeah, that's, I think that's what it'd take. But w- would it be that you believe there's a ghost, or you believe that he believes he's seen a ghost? Well, that, I've written that down, that... I believe that they believe they've seen a ghost. Yeah. You know, when people say, I've seen a ghost. I believe that they've seen something, but I think they just haven't rationalised it yet. I think there's probably something... I'd like to for you both to tell me what you think of my stories. Okay. Well, this is, right, so so I'll do one of mine, you do one of yours. So I've, I've You only... do you. You do you. I do me. <laughs> so, yeah. So, the f- the first one... They both happened around the same time, and the way I've rationalised this is because of death. So when my tide passed away, yeah. I was... It was in this room, wasn't it? Yeah, it was in this yeah. room. 
Um, it was uh, if we are a thud in a minute. It, I was probably. Oh no, I was fifteen. I was just doing my GCSEs. Weird. I can only imagine you as twenty odd year old Harold or seven year old Harold. That in between <laughs> doesn't exist. No, dark, that's a black hole. Yeah, dark, that's, dark those place. are the dark years. Yeah. So yeah, I was probably about fifteen. Just doing my GCSEs, and my tie passed away. Mm-hmm. And he was the first sort of member of my family to to pass away. So it was like the first one of like close family that you know you go to the funeral. You know, it's yeah. the first like real death, yeah. if you know what I mean. And I remember probably about a couple of weeks after the funeral, I used to have my drums set up in the room that's like on the other side of the house on that side Leroy's room yeah yeah. and I was playing the drums like that with the door open and I had my headphones on and I just remember looking into the doorway and there was just a black figure just stood in the door clear as day and it was just stood there and I just immediately looked down because I thought I I just don't want to look at what this is and I looked back up and it was still there oh and then I put my drumsticks down to just get up and thought, right, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go. And I looked again and it was gone. Yeah. But 100% there was something there. Like, I'd have said 100% there was somebody stood in the door. Yeah. And the only person that was in the house was me and my nine. And my nine was downstairs and wouldn't have filled the door. You know, it, it was like, it was like me stood in the door where, yeah. you know, I'm as tall as the door. And about as broad as the door, so it's like, you know, it's it's somebody filling the door stood there. And <laughs> what are you laughing at? Because you filled the door. You filled the door, but like they're your worst enemy, aren't they? Doorways. Yeah, they. Oh, I hate them. But like, I I was completely convinced that there was somebody in the door, mm. and then even more, uh, even the thing that really sort of got me about that whole experience is that I ran downstairs. And my nine was crying in the front room. Oh, I never knew this. No, yeah, I don't think I've ever told this bit. That she could smell tobacco in the front room. I'm, now, guessing, I'm not I'm just saying this was tied. random. So my tide smoked a pipe. Yeah. And, but he tried to hide it from everybody because after he had after he had a brain tumor, like I was sort of born and young. Yeah. Like he, tr- he not that he tried to give up smoking, but he hid the fact that. He smoked, even yeah. though sort of everybody knew. And my nine was completely convinced that whilst I was upstairs, downstairs just completely filled the room Freaky. with the smell of tobacco. So that lined up with like the same time. Yeah. And it's not as if I ran downstairs. Did and you said, smell it as well, or do no, you remember? I I don't really remember ever smelling, ever ever smelling anything. Hmm. But I don't know. I I've rationalised that as just sort of. I think when if somebody dies in your family, there must be a sort of element of like PTSD, you know, not sort uh-huh. of not extreme like sort of you've had shell shock, but it's a big thing, especially yeah, it's shock, if it's somebody it? close. Yeah, and it, you probably your brain does go a bit squiffy for a while of sort of trying to sort out that that person's never going to be there again. Yeah, you know, and I think stuff of like that especially lines up with. Uh, people having the same experiences, and uh, like my dad, 
something like his his mum died, and then there's this figure at the uh, bottom of his bed when he's about sixteen. Then he wakes up in the middle of the night, and although he didn't say he's a black mass, he said it was like a, an angel figure, mm. but it was his mum. And she didn't. He, he, my dad wasn't scared at this, but he was. He said he was fully awake. But I don't. It's, it's things like this where they wake up. I think mean, yours is different because you're drumming. That's when you the, wake up, it's more yeah. like sleep paralysis. And I think that's you, the thing because most people sort of say they woke up or yeah, you know, they saw something in the darkness. But this was literally the middle of the day. I was wide awake. As probably as awake as you can get with drums, yeah, bashing in your ears. So you're like you're fully aware, and it was just there, like solid figure right there. So not this story, but the one. Yeah, and even though I haven't told Leah that story, that's where she saw somebody walk through the door when we first moved into this house. Fuck off. Yeah, and whether that's just her sort of, you know, it's just a coincidence. But she swears, she was drying her hair on the top of the stairs, looking in the mirror, and she swears that somebody walked past her into that room. Which is weird, but I'm not saying it's a ghost, and, you know. It's only me to have. Oh, no, we heard, didn't we hear someone upstairs? I don't know. It's the only time I think of, of, I swear, you might not remember it. We were all downstairs, and we just heard someone upstairs. I don't know. Maybe. It good evidence, that, isn't it? Good evidence. Good evidence. I'll write that one down. What do you think, Matt? Don't know that story. Bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're full no, of shit. I, I, I kind of agree with what you were saying. You know, obviously, you'd have been like heightened emotions, and your brain just turns into soup when you lose someone, doesn't it? Yeah. So. So, you know, I'm I'm not saying you didn't see it, but. Yeah. It didn't. You know, it could be that you you genuinely, your brain genuinely tells you you did. Hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, that's, I think when people want to believe that something's there, they, hmm. not that they send themselves a bit mad, but they, they, they genuinely see it. Like they sort of, yeah. I don't know what's the polite way to sort of, they phys- they sort of imagine that it is really there, like well, they convince it's themselves. Hallucination, isn't it? Yeah, they, like the, yeah, they they genuinely hallucinate yeah. that something is there, and I think it, there's probably something to be said that it's sort of maybe like an inbuilt coping thing that we just don't use that much, or only certain people, you know, use it. That when somebody's passed away, it's sort of a a coping thing mm. that some people their brains are just wired that way that they. It's their way of coping with grief or something. I don't know. I'd... Go on. Um, Luke's story. No, this isn't mine. This was uh, my friend, Dewey. Oh. So he was like six years old and his tie just died. And he didn't know it at the time, though. This was in the night and he just saw his tide there. In his room, in the corner of his room, standing there, and the smell of tobacco was there. Next day, to get the news that he died in the night, in his somewhere else, you know, his, his house or something, and he, oh no, he doesn't remember the story. He just knows about the story because his mum told him. Because he said to his mum the day of his death, no, the day after he died, 
Like, oh, but I, sorry. I saw, I saw, I saw. I'm going to have to write this down. I, I saw him last night. Mm. So he can't be dead. And I was like, don't be daft. Well, in a nice way. You know, his, his tide has died, but yeah. So in a, a similar so, sense, but right, he, so, but in, in, but to disprove that theory with evidence of not pulled out my ass, but there's no solid proof, is there? No, I, t- no. I trust Dowie, though. He's apparently Mr. Tim. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't bullshit. He doesn't know, believe yeah. in ghosts. So, but... so his story is that he saw him in the night. Yeah, but didn't realise he was dead. So that coping mechanism and, that he spoke and of. And told his parents before his parents told him his tide was dead. Yes. Right. Okay. So what would you do about that? I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> Ask your answers. You don't I think know. it's it's different when you. I think it's different when you're asleep as well. Yeah. Because you're sort of very vulnerable, and I, I don't want to go all sort of. But you know, like how they say twins are, are sort of linked. I don't really buy into that, but you don't buy it. I'm sure there's something to be said. Was he? Did he die suddenly as well, or has he been ill? Or do you not know? I don't know. I think it was sudden though. Sudden, because I think, I think sometimes, I remember when my nine passed away, because she she was in hospital probably for about three weeks, like when the mum mm. neuron got like really bad, mm. and you sort of, you know what's coming, yeah. So it's sort of you always think about. He was, it. Yeah, he was too young. He wouldn't have. Yeah. Even comprehended that that was going to going to happen. But no, what I, what I mean is that sort of you, you know if if you're aware that something is going to happen, you probably you're subconsciously thinking about that person. Yeah. So you you see them if you know what I mean. Yeah. Not that you sort of you just imagine them there doing. Oh, it's just like whatever, uh, you know. Are you, like when you've some people watch a horror film and it give you nightmares that night. Yeah. Like it's in their subconscious, isn't it? Yeah. Don't know. Don't know. So, have you ever seen anything else, Matt, other than your walk, or anything that's just made you think, "I can't explain it"? Because I think sometimes a lot of these ghost people, they use the fact that it can't be explained as it's a ghost. Like that's not a fact. That's just yeah. you just can't. So, what? One of my close friends, he did archaeology at university, and he wrote basically. Kind of like what we're saying. In in the past, before we had science and what ha- have you, you, you would just explain mad shit with other mad shit. Yeah. So he, he wrote his dissertation. It was about how, if you go around the world, and take China as an example, like their ancient culture, all the stories were about dragons and what have you. But China is the area of the world where you're more likely to find dinosaur fossils. So people are digging up dinosaur skulls and going, fuck me, it's a dragon. <laughs> so, like, you can just explain mad shit with other mad, mad shit. shit. But, like, on, on our honeymoon, my wife and I did one of the the ghost walks in, like, the, the tunnels underneath Edinburgh. Oh, yeah. and and they kept saying, you know, there are these specific ghosts. Yeah. Oh, so sorry the... to interrupt you, Matt. Was that the one where they've got the stone circle? 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, I went there. Have you done it? My brother yeah. fell into it. Because you're not supposed <laughs> yeah. to cross it, because then you'll get cursed by the witch. But he, yeah. he told Bulk to him. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Matt, go on. But the, there was one where it was like, you know, in this room, you should hear, like, a child's laugh. You know, this is where the little girl ghost is. Of course. And I was like, oh, I don't buy into that. <laughs> but then, like, legitimately, at one point, I got, like, hit in the back. And... Because I was the big bloke, I was walking at the back of the pack. So the tour guide was at the front, I was at the back. And I got hit in the back with a pebble and thought nothing of it. I thought, we're under the city, it's probably collapsing around us. (laughs) At at the end, she was like, oh, there's like a little trickster ghost. You know, you might have felt this, that. You know, he likes throwing pebbles. And 100%, there was nobody behind me. Like... Because of the space we were in, nobody could have hit me in the back with a pebble. But then, like, it happened. So, like I say, I I just assumed the ceiling was falling down or something. All of the screams that they were saying were ghosts were actually residents of Edinburgh running (laughs) for their lives. (laughs) (laughs) The The castle's fallen into the sea! (laughs) I don't think I've got it up here, but when, when I was younger we were given this book and it was called like the Usborne guide to monsters, ghosts, and UFOs. Yes. And I'll, I'll have to dig it out. And it was like the best book for a child, but not for one second. Did I believe any of it? Oh, see, I was, I'm going to make a a... note because I think we're going to have another subject coming up in a minute, but the UFOs, I've written down three letters and we'll see where I'm going. <laughs> I, I, I had a similar book when I was little and I believed every word of it. I was Actually, I've got a, a favourite, like, apparently real ghost photograph. Mm. I'll show you in a sec. Um, what, that you took? No. Oh, right. Okay. But it's just my favourite oh, piece right, of okay. supposed, you know, evidence. Okay. Um, all right. I think I'll go into my stories. To so get are these them over things with. that you've experienced? Yes. Right. Um, yeah, and I'll, I think I'll comment on Matt's experience and compare them to mine for that. That's, I think that's what I'll do. Okay. So, there I was. This was not that... It doesn't matter what house I was in. I was like... I was under 10. It must have been like 8 or something. And I think... The house I lived in at the time was haunted. You can put a tick on that. I'll tick that off. Yeah, yeah. Like, Luke's house. Haunted. haunted. Tick. Not the one I'm in now, although uh, the someone did commit suicide in my, my garden. A hundred percent they did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We were talk- Isn't that stuff on the deeds of a house? Well, we talked about it with the the owner before we bought it. Oh, right, okay. And like that, it's, it's all like one of the reasons why if she wanted to. you want to... it, but. No, it's just. It's like. like uh, did you buy like the old Marley place up on the yeah. hill? No. <laughs> it's one. Oh, it's quite sad, really, because like. <laughs> you... Old Marley's place. <laughs> right on the hill. The crows circle around it. What year is this, <gasps> Was it one of those that your uncle left you, and if you spend one night in it, you get it for free? Yeah. <laughs> no, good. <laughs> Oh, it, well, you know how it is. The garden, when you go right back of my house. Yeah. No, when you go into my house, no one goes through the front door. They go through the back of the garden. And every yeah. time, like, he supposedly 
d- done it there in the garden. Supposedly done it there, or did it there? No, well, I, I, it was in the garden. I just, I'm not too sure where it was in the garden. But what did he do? He hung himself right from a tree. Out. From a tree. So it's going to be where one of the trees are, obviously. Yeah, but we cut it. it they cut it down. Oh, right, okay. Because they don't want to be reminded about that. But, I mean, you're still looking at the garden. Anyway, it has nothing to do with my story. Okay. I just want to say, like, the houseman now isn't... The house was in previously before that. Apparently a woman and a baby died by falling down the steps in the garden. I don't know what it is with these gardens, but they're bad. Dangerous places. But that... I don't, I don't think that was haunted either, but it did have hidden treasure under it, which I, I will find out. Interesting. About one day. Hidden treasure? Yeah. Uh, that's a whole other story. Yeah. <laughs> So ghosts. To the one before that, that house was haunted. You've ticked that box. Tent. Haunted as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> uh, it, it all started one day. I think. Uh, no, I know. I know. My mum wasn't in. Okay, my mum wasn't in, and it was uh, me, my dad, and my brother. And we come home uh, from a day out somewhere. And it's dark. It's about... It would probably be about this time. About yay. Yeah. And I remember coming in, went through the dining room, and to get through to the front room, you have to go past the stairs to go upstairs. In your house now? No. If oh. you were listening... Sorry. It's not the house me now, nor the one I was... Bungalow. Eating. Anyway. So, we shout up the stairs. Mother... No, it wasn't. It was mum. And then someone shouted... Yeah. <laughs> and someone shouted back. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like that. A woman's voice upstairs. And, and all I, three of you were there? Yes. And it like it was... You could hear the echo throughout the house like my mum was upstairs. And all three of us were there. So... But she wasn't in. So you, your dad and your brother... Yeah. ...were in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of you at the foot of the stairs. Yep, that's it. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. And you all, and one of you shouted. I shouted for your mum. Yep. And she shouted back, and S- it was someone shouted back. And you thought it was your mum, or you? Because it it's a woman's sound... voice. Yeah, but did it sound like your mum? Sort of. Like right. kind of like that. Right next door, shouting. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, I don't know. I don't know if it did. It was just a woman's voice. Yeah, I suppose you don't think about, you know, no. when you shout somebody, you think, is that my parent or not? You know, when it's in your house. No, I don't know. Matt I I, expe- I expected my mum's voice. Or I'd, I'd, I don't think, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But I, I knew it was coming from my bedroom anyway. You could, mm. like, you could hear it come out of my bedroom, echo through the house. You know, when you know someone shouting from a di- particular room in your house. Yeah. <gasps> Can I take a breath? I was going to say, do you want to come up for air or? <laughs> <laughs> um... So that was the first one. I think that was the first instance. Now, the funny thing is, my bro- brother and... It's horrible, that, isn't it? Yeah, Some crying, that, crying next, next door. Um, my, my father and my brother don't remember it. Oh. But I remember it clear as day. Oh. Next story. Uh, it's much shorter. Same stairs. St- I don't know what was up with those oh. stairs, but I was humming. Passed through the through to from the dining room. I just come back from the candlestick maker, and I was humming my way down the no, street. No, I, so. I don't know. I was just humming through the house, and, and 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 your father's face was in the knocker on the door. No, <laughs> knocker. <laughs> uh, I'd go through to the front room, and uh, just as I pass through the stairs, uh, mm-hmm. the foot of the stairs, someone finishes the hum, 
I could hear it right in my ear. Oh, that's horrible. I did, but I didn't really. Re- like I stopped in my. Tr- I remember this. I stopped in my tracks, looked at the foot of stairs. I was just a bit oh. That like I wasn't scared. It was just oh. And that was freaky. Yeah, that is weird. Um, and then I think skip a year, and then I was, I just had two dreams where I was playing with uh, this little girl in my room and don't forget I was, I, was like, I, was, say, I don't forget I was like eight I was, so. yeah I was going to say can she, we not leave that pause yeah she she was about the same age as I was and um, then I was playing in the garden and a woman was watching me from my room I knew my room was the part that was haunted Um, because the rest of the house was an extension but the original house was my room and I think the kitchen downstairs. Mm. So I reckon a woman haunts that place and a daughter. But I remember those experiences, I really do. I think from then on I've been chasing the, the ghosts. I've been really chasing them. But I think most of the most of the uh, evidence out there is bollocks. Well, there's no evidence, is there? No. There's nothing. No. That's... No tons and tons of stories though <clears throat> tons of stories and uh, the only thing I don't like about my stories is that I was young I wish I was older yeah I suppose there's some yeah. but I swear that house was haunted I swear it was horrible little house it's it's well I did another poll before we do any other stories about uh, do you believe in ghosts uh, does anybody want to have a guess? What the result was? Same answers. Yes, no, unsure. Um, Matt? Most unsure, I reckon. I'm not Matt. I, I'm going to say kind of even between unsure and yes and no being the least. Luke? Yes being the least. Unsure being the most. No being what? Yeah, no being the middle. Okay. Unsure, 17%. Right. Yes, 33%. So most no is at 50%. Right. So more people said no. That surprised me, actually, because I thought... Yeah, I thought more would be unsure. Yeah. It's... Hmm. I just don't know. I'd I'd love to believe that it's true. I'd love to believe that there's something... You know. If you're assuming ghosts are real, then you, what comes with that? A lot of stuff piles into the fact that ghosts yeah. with ghosts, isn't it? Demons? Whole... Are we talking Abalam's going to come claw <laughs> your, you know, eyes out or something? Well, what about? It... Go on, Matt. If, sorry. If if you get yourself cryogenically frozen at the point of death, do you become a ghost until well, yeah. your body's unfrozen? Ooh. This is the thing. So is there only are you like fifty ghosts? <laughs> what do you do? Loads in Russia and one in no, one in Russia and loads in America. See, my I don't feel that ghosts are sentient beings if they are real. I think that it's some uh, like echo from the past. They just sort of do what they do, like they live out their day. I don't think. I think it's just an instance of history that just repeats itself. All oh, right. Okay. 
And like that, my my uh, calling out my mother spurred that on somehow. Well, it's yeah, I suppose I, absolutely I don't know. bollocks. But I mean, well, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, no matter what you think, ultimately, the only sort of quote unquote proof is the fact that you think you've seen something. Yeah, I've never seen something. That's the only thing. Well, I've only ever heard stuff. The only other one that I've got, story-wise, it was probably. Well, hang on. Oh, go on. What do you think of the, my my story then? My stories. I don't know. You don't know. I don't. Do you believe me? Yeah. <laughs> but not in, not in a sort of. I think it's it's different when it's a child. Oh like, yeah. If if a kid says I've seen a ghost, oh, you just say. You know, yeah, it's just okay. one of those memories that never changes. Well, well, you never but know if it changes, though. But I'm not saying that you've done this. But you think sometimes when you're a child and you then you think something, the more you think it, the more it just becomes true. So that something that you think happened when you were little, you just thought about so much that you just made it true in your head. I'm not saying that's what you've done. Oh yeah, but like this, like like when I was young, I I. Always said my earliest memory was uh, I could remember sleeping at my auntie's house and I had to sleep on the sofa and there was no wallpaper on the walls. And I said that over and over and over again. And then all of a sudden, like a few years later, I was going through some photos with my mum. And there's this photo of me asleep at my auntie's house. There's no wallpaper on the walls. And I'd slept there because my mum had gone into labour with my little brother. So I can't have even been one year old when I yeah, apparently formed this memory. But, like, now, I think what it probably is, is I've seen this photo of me later and thought that's probably the earliest photo of me. That's the first point in yeah, my life right, I yeah. can remember. So, like, I think I, as a kid, I'd, like, tricked myself into thinking the earliest thing I remember definitely was this, but actually what I remember is kind of remembering that, if that makes sense. Yeah. What's your earliest memory? Fuck knows. I don't know. I've, I say that because I've tried to find out and it's been frustrating. Well, what's, like, the first thing? That's just I'm just rephrasing the question. What's the first thing you can remember, then? Uh, probably all the times in uh, nursery. I think nursery. I really remember my so primary how, school how old and high you school. When you're in nursery, like four. Five? No, no, say year two, isn't it? No. Yeah. You're eleven, aren't you? When you finish primary school. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, you would. You're about five or six when you're in year one. Right. So you would be like four. Four or five. Are you sure? Yeah. Nursery. Yeah. Nursery and re- nursery is before reception, so you go nursery reception year one. Right. In the UK, anyway. Well, well probably 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 those anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I remember a lot of primary school and a lot of high school for some reason. I don't remember hardly anything about school. No. Primary school, I've got very very little memory of. Yeah. I don't know why. Nothing. Nothing bad happened. It's not like, you know, the infants exploded and I've sort of, sort of blocked it out. <laughs> just nothing, nothing really 
I just don't remember it. I don't remember any, anything of... Uh, before the house where I taught... Where I said... Uh, but no. Before the house that had the ghosts in it. Mm. I don't know where the stories came from. I can't remember anything from, from the previous house. Like... We did a lot in the house. We lived there for years, but I can't remember any of it. I don't know. So, what what was yours, Matt? You think that? Do you think that's your earliest memory, or do you think that's yeah. that that's the? And I, I I can remember my my one of my grandparents, my well, one of my granddads died when I was four or five, and I can remember being at his house, like laid on the living room floor with him. Yeah. And like, there's definitely no photos of that. So I think that is my. Mm earliest memory yeah I'm I think I've, I've tracked down sort of what mine is it's not like the it's not the nicest memory like I remember I would have probably been about f- three four something like that but at the, at the sort of point where I've forgotten all of the stuff about school like I don't I don't remember yeah. infants and everything I remember when my tide was my tide had a brain tumour when I was little and He'd been to the doctors and sort of they just said, "Oh, you've just got migraine and da 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 da." Good. And I remember coming here because we only used to only live across the road, so yeah. I'd just be here all the time. Like, the doctors were shit with your nine and tide. Yeah, yeah. And I remember my tide being sat on the living room floor, just screaming in agony, like no way. His head was just like in agony, and I remember that. Oh, it's horrible. And, you know, my nine sort of saying. Come on, go go upstairs or go into the yeah. thing, and then like you know they take him in and it's like it's the size of an orange in your head, shit, like, in your brain. Wow. And I, I I really remember that. Like I remember the carpet, like a weird brownie swirl carpet yeah. and a blue settee, and him just on the floor like holding his head, oh, like, shit. shouting. Like that's probably the earliest. That's horrible. Like I don't like the fact that that's like my first memory of life. Well, it probably won't mean. You never know what, like, what will jog your memory. No, I know, but you know what I mean. Like for like one for of the, the most, earliest ones. Yeah, the thing that I yeah. sort of remember most at this point. Yeah, but yeah, a, a bit off topic. Not really though. But my brother can't remember any of this, but his uh, what imaginary friend? Oh, yeah. Imaginary, because we think he saved his life this imaginary friend because he's allergic to egg but I'll, I'll, I'll say that story if you want me to it's, it's called Seb right that's a demon name if I ever heard one of it <laughs> Seb it's just a little kid saying oh my imaginary friend called Seb are you alright Dean have you <laughs> yeah Seb's in the corner up there yeah Seb always lives on the top of my wardrobe yeah. squat a squat <laughs> squat <laughs> When you shut the door, he jumps. <laughs> don't shut the yeah. door. Don't shut that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, getting back to some ghost stories, we've had a couple of replies about ghosts. Mm. So, Rob, this is pre before we've cryogenically frozen him. So Rob's still still alive at this point. All right. Uh, Rob's Rob still down for. He's still down. I've ticked him. Yeah. Um, I've seen things, but choose to ignore them. That's what Rob said. It's pretty ominous. Yeah, <laughs> like ignorance, isn't it? Ignorance, I've seen things, but I choose to ignore them. Is that it? That's it. Can we get... Should we just call him now? <laughs> I'd love in, to know what. In Rob's shed. Uh, Christopher Page. Uh, I want to believe 
only for the reason of wanting to be able to haunt some assholes that deserve it. But mostly, I don't. So my dad keeps saying that. You just want to come back and just annoy people. Yeah, I've told him already, please just don't go in near my room because this is annoying. Mm. But he'll like stand in the corner, he said, he'll really try and piss me off. Really try? Yeah. That's good. Uh, next up, we got a uh, passion fruit scented jar candle Ooh. on Twitter. That's not, that sounds like a nice smell, that actually. Yeah. If I could smell. Uh, they say, uh, my workplace is super haunted. So, yeah. Stuff flying off shelves. Things moving around and getting messed up when not looking. Footsteps with no source accompanied by flickering Ooh. lights. Some other staff have said they've seen a lady in a black dress in the stockroom, but I haven't seen that one. Oh. Why Why would you keep going to work? Yeah. <laughs> I would. Do you know what? You know that... I think I sent you the link as well of the terrible, like, Ghost Hunters YouTube thing. (laughs) And they interview the woman who lives next door, and she's like, it's been 30 years of hell. Fucking move! (laughs) 30 years of hell. (laughs) Like, it's it's not that I ever saw a ghost, but when I used to come home, when I lived with my mum and dad, after a night out, I used to come through the back door, which is where the kitchen is, and to the right was the door into the dining room. Mm. and there, there, there wasn't a door it was just like an opening into the dining room and not that I ever saw anything but just as like a weird superstition I never looked in the dining room because I just thought the one time I do look in there I am going to shit yeah, myself yeah. if something jumps out like even if it was like one of my brothers doing a prank it was yeah. just easier just to look dead ahead and oh, walk straight. You know what? Have, have you seen that video uh, I think it's a TikTok. No, I don't go on TikTok, but I've seen this one where this guy is downstairs and he's, he just gets um, something out of the fridge. Yeah. But it's it's like midnight snack. So he turns off the lights and suddenly these men in skin suits start like chasing <laughs> after him and chasing him up the stairs. <laughs> like, because this, this is exactly how I thought. Like, I, there's someone chasing me back to my bed. I For some Leah, reason, it's horrible. I asked Leah about do you believe in ghosts. And she said, I don't think so, but... If I ever have to have a wee in the middle of the night, I never look down the stairs. No, don't. <laughs> yeah. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Like, she's well, just. Got... It's not necessarily like ghosts. It'd be like, oh, if I look down and, like, I don't know. Just anything. Yeah. You know? If, the, if there was a mouse, I'd probably jump. Yeah. yeah. But, like, but then from there, my brain has gone. If I look in there and there's some corpse, it's going <laughs> to really mess me up. So. It's gonna really yeah. mess me up. You're gonna phone in work that morning, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. I'll really sorry, really guys. A sour taste in my mouth. <laughs> I can't come in today. I'm really sorry. There's a corpse at the bottom of my stairs. <laughs> what's the, why? What's the matter, Matt? Well, <laughs> next up, we've got Tim. Tim. Now, do you believe Tim believes in ghosts or not? I think he does. Okay. Tim says, "I do believe in ghosts." Yeah. Although I have never seen one. Oh. A member of my family was working in a stately home and he saw a woman in old-fashioned dress, his words, walk towards him. He looked at her, she looked at him, then she walked through the wall. She (laughs) ran out the door. Oh, right. So, that's story number one. Oh, shit. A guitarist once told me that on one... Sorry, I'll start that again. A guitarist I knew once told me that on the night his father died, a dark shadow moved around the walls of the living room before slowly fading away. 
And then the third one, <laughs> the tallest man I've ever met swore that he saw the great god Pan, horns, furry legs, the wrong way around, in the woods. But that's probably outside the scope of this discussion. Interesting, though. What did he see? The great god Pan. What's it's that? Like, um, it's like Capricorn, isn't it? Like half yeah. man, half goat, but the goat bit's the wrong way round in the woods. What do you mean wrong? Wrong? Like the feet are on the. It's on the wrong way round. Like his legs are back to front. What? So they bend the wrong way at the knee and stuff. Yeah. Oh, like a goat. Yeah, like back to front, like the. No, I know what you mean. Like it's like the depiction of like the devil with the horns and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Similar type thing. Yeah. yeah. It's Fuck a well, it's a Welsh folk story, isn't is it? it? I think the Great God Pan. The God Pan. I think it is. I think it's a Welsh thing. I hate woods. They. But do you, do you think if you saw that, like one hundred percent, yeah, middle of the day, you saw this fucking demonic <laughs> beast, Goat Man? How 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 could you live the rest of your life? Because <laughs> like no, go back to putting oh. tins of beans on the shelf in Tesco's, just like. It would be so weird, that, wouldn't so it? I think the frustrating thing would be no one believes you. I think that's the thing, isn't it? When it's something sort of... Not that that's really out there, because essentially it's just you've seen something. Yeah. It's no weirder than seeing a ghost, I suppose, to some people. Yeah. But if you could swear to yourself that you saw the devil in the that's woods... That's hor- What's he doing there? Yeah, but do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, essentially, I if you saw the devil in the woods, that's like... How do you, like Matt said, how do you just carry on? Uh, but people do. But people do. That is weird, that, isn't it? Yeah. But if Tim told me he saw a ghost, 100% I'd be on board. Yeah. At least with what he saw. Yeah, with what he saw. I'd say 100% yes, you've seen a ghost. And I believe that you've seen a ghost as well. Let me ask you a question, Harold. Go on. If you if you had had the opportunity to see a ghost again, would like would you want to? Yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd like, yeah. I'd like to sort of prove to myself that it's real or so I've made I. it up sort of real. I want to chase that as a hobby. I think that's a, to go back to what you said, Matt, you know, weird hobbies. I think that's the hobby I want ghost hunting. in the future. Not ghost hunting, but like... Hunting for the truth. Ooh. Bang on. I want to believe. Yeah, not like Derek Akora. No, not like Derek Anyone's dick. <laughs> 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 Not like Derek Akora, no. We were going to see Derek Akora, weren't we? In the shoot. I was just about to buy tickets and then it said he died. Oh, that really? Something else going on there. Oh, well. It's a shame they cancelled it if he appeared on stage. Yeah, you would have thought it wouldn't what matter. What a way to yeah. sell tickets. Yeah, it wouldn't matter. In the local Miners Institute Club, <laughs> Derek Akora lives. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Derek Akora. All right. <laughs> if these walls could talk, they talk like that. So, uh, yeah. Do you want to see a ghost, Matt? It, it depends. Like, if if you could say, you know, we've got the ghost of your, your gran here, you can have 20 minutes, have a chat. Absolutely, yeah. I'd yeah. go for that in Harvey. But if it was like, oh, here's the ghost of your gran... And it's like, ooh, spooky Ghostbusters ghosts. Yeah. I don't think I'd like that. I think, I mean, more in a sense, like, you have a traditional experience. Like, if you, 
if it was just would you like the opportunity to see a so, ghost like so you're going about your daily yeah. business and yeah. you just see a ghost yeah would you want that at some point know. in your life yeah probably see I do as well so are we more biased to be, like thinking you know what I want that to be a ghost so bad I like, think yeah like, when I say that I, I don't believe in them, it's not that I don't want to believe in them, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, There's just I, no I would love to see them. I just, yeah, just haven't. Yeah. Well, can we ask the little girl um, above your closet, Matt? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's so, been there. You know who? Fucking You know hell. who's here? Yeah. Hey. Oh, there he is. <laughs> the yeah. Brexit fox himself. Well, I did bring a candle if we want to attempt to find get in contact in a little bit. Maybe we could end the podcast on finding a ghost. But when we do finally have the great live show meetup, whenever I'll get a Ouija board and we'll we'll go all out. You know what? I promised myself I would never do a Ouija board, but if it's for a video, (laughs) (laughs) for research purposes, yeah, I'll I'll do that. I'll do that. I I always remember when I first started seeing my other half. She bought a Ouija board for. like a college video. She was doing media. Oh, like a uni film or something. Yeah, for like yeah. a uni film before she went to do teaching. And she bought a Ouija board and then she came up to see me and I was in my nines and my nine was still alive at the time and my nine went absolutely ape at yeah. the fact that she bought a Ouija board. Like, absolutely ape. And my uncle, when my uncle was probably... I think about like my age, well, maybe a bit younger, say 20, he did a Ouija board with his friends and he said he would never, ever do mm, it again. I got a similar story. It's weird, do you know it. why? Or he just said he would never do it? Just because of the things that he said. He's never told me what, but just the fact that it, yeah. you know, in quotes, it worked, mm. you know, and they all, the thing is with his friends as well, yeah, they play a prank on each other, like they'd shoot each other in the welly with a with a crossbow but you know shoot up into the sky and run away yeah, sh- all stand in a circle on the f- on the local football pitch shoot a bow and arrow <laughs> into the air and the last one to move is the winner <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Wales everybody you know it's but yeah the fact that like all of them were just like this is no way yeah you don't do it yeah so I've got one more ghost story Ooh, as well. Can I... S- oh, go on, go on, go on. I mean, I'll say two very quickly. One was a similar story to the Ouija board when uh, my auntie... Uh, my Both aunties did it, actually, in a caravan. <laughs> and uh, they... That spirit box known as the caravan. Well, they were trying to contact uh, their mum or someone. And, um, yeah, they were just using a glass and then suddenly it just flew off flew off the table, smashed on the wall, and they swore they'd never do it again. Did one of the legs come off on the caravan? That wasn't there. What? <laughs> you know, like when people forget to put the stabilisers on a caravan when mm. they get in, and they all fall towards the... <laughs> Another one. Uh, this was in the house I can't remember living in, but uh, we were all went on holiday, and we had told the Navy, you know, we'll look after him. <laughs> like that. You told the no- neighbour, oh, you know, look after, you know, you know, look after it. I didn't know if we we told them. Why? Oh, well. I, why I didn't tell? Anyway, well, it's important to the story. Right, so okay. um, when we come back, 
like a week later. They said, uh, who was in your house? No one. Someone was running up and down the stairs the whole time. Not the whole time, but in the night and like flick. For the three weeks up. you've been away? No, one week. Oh, right. And like turn on, on the lights and stuff like that. Scary that. that imagine, imagine coming back off holiday and someone says to you, Who's been in your yeah, house? Yeah. Well, you've got the key. Scary stuff like that. But that's it. What was your, what's your, what's your story? Oh, yeah. So about. Probably about two or three years after my tide had passed away. Yeah. My me, my uncle, my mum, and my nine were all sat down in the front room, and from upstairs there was just this enormous bang. And you know, like on most haunted, where they say, "Did you hear that big bang?" and it was just like a, yeah, like a tiny little knock. Yeah, this was like loud, like yeah. as if, as if somebody had pushed the piano over, like. Really? Like horrendously loud, as if some like the roof has caved in. Like this is bad. Yeah. No, and my uncle yeah, ran upstairs to see like, what it was. Almost like something in the attic. Yeah, it's just shook. Like a massive yeah. drop of something. Like say you say you just a, a big heavy thing had fallen. Yeah. <laughs> so my uncle runs up the stairs to go and see like what on earth has gone on. And in our bathroom, like the door is on like that side of the room, and then the toilet is on the far end of the room and above the toilet my nine had like this big pot fish thing like a big 3D fish and my uncle ran up the stairs and tried to open the door and then shouted for us to come and think because he said I can't the door won't there's something behind the door and he oh, said I don't want to push it in case like you know, maybe like the glass thing that's on the side of the bath had fallen against the door or like yeah. something you know, so we all came up, and he pushed the door, and in front of the door behind it, the pot fish was there, unsmashed, but he had to push it out of the way to open the door. So the only way you'd be able to do that is if you could get into the bathroom another way, shut the door, and put the fish behind the door. Why would you do that? Like... Yeah, but the, you'd have to climb up on a ladder outside yeah. and through the window, and the fish wasn't smashed. Not a mark on it, but the was bang, the fish thing like on? Did you say it was on like a on just on a nail like above yeah. the cistern of the toilet? So sort of. So it's been taken from the toilet across the room, put from above the upright, toilet. From above the, the toilet, you know the bit that's against the wall yeah. was on the floor, right? So it'd gone from ten foot away <sighs> to behind the door and hadn't smashed and was just on the floor. I think he's just say these things. It's a good story. Yeah. But nothing's happened since. No, not really. Like, where does it go? I don't know. Well, I don't know what that says. No, no do I. Weird. One, that is that probably one. the weirder of yeah. the things that have. Especially because with all those witnesses as well. It's not as if, like, we saw anything. It's yeah. not as if any of us even thought it was a ghost. It's like that didn't happen when we went, ooh, it's a ghost. <coughs> we were all just sort of, ooh. How the hell has the fish gone from the toilet? Yeah. To behind the door with the door shut. Like, how does that work? It, it just doesn't make sense. I'm not saying it's a ghost, but that is something that we just... There's no way that all of us... Uh, how, like, And what would you get out of doing that? I don't... That's what I'm trying to... You know, like, when people make around. up... Like, not saying people make up ghost stories, but, you know, when they sort of... There's a reason they've sort of made it up. Yeah. 
Yeah. But what the hell's like, a pop fish going behind the door <laughs> going to do? Other than make people go, what? Right. Like, I don't know. Weird, though. I like that one. Have you got a pop fish, Matt? <laughs> I haven't. Oh. It's like the one thing I haven't got up here. He's got a Brexit fox. Yeah. Well, a couple of ghosts, and that's it. <laughs> so, we've obviously we've touched on ghosts. Yeah. And maybe they've touched on us. Oh. Um. Hey. So, moving on. One last thing. The three letters were brought up earlier on when Matt said about the book that he had. U. F. Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> Well, if you've made it this far, congratulations. Keep going, you're nearly there. Content, content, content. Only on WCCY. Unidentified fucking object. (laughs) (laughs) Flying object. Yes. Yay or nay? Off the bat, just a straight yes or no. Luke. Yeah, it's just a UFO. Are we talking about aliens? Yeah. There's obviously stuff that flies that people don't know what it yeah. is. Stealth bombers and stuff like that. So Stealth bombers. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah. There's one now. Stealth bomber. <laughs> so we talking... stealthy, is it? <laughs> it's dead low. <laughs> so we're talking spaceships, U- as in UFOs in the aliens sense. So this is more aliens, yeah. isn't it? Greys. <laughs> the greys yeah I fucking so, love greys go on UFOs alien sense yay or nay vaguely nay I'm gonna go yay oh come on I'm gonna go yay I'm gonna go UFOs yay aliens yay alien UFOs going around earth nay yeah I'm, I'm completely agree with that interesting I've never seen anything I've never seen anything. Um, yeah. Matt? Matt? A- again, I have, but I can rationalise it. Ooh, go on. So, where, where we live in Yorkshire, mm. everything is five miles away from everything else. Mm. So there was one night, I'd been into the local town, had a few drinks, was walking home. Had a few drinks is the key part of the <laughs> yeah. story. Keep that in and mind on, as Matt continues with his story. On the horizon... Like, walking up this hill, and there was this white ring of light. And every time you looked at it, it went off. And every time you walked a bit further, it came back. So every time I was like, look at that, it went off. And what it was, when we got close, it was an old phone booth with a faulty light. And it was just absolute coincidence. Every time we went, what's that? It went off. That's mad, though, isn't it? But, but because <laughs> it was pitch black, middle of the countryside, you could see this ring of light for yeah. miles, and it was only when we finally got up to it you could see what it was. You had a, a similar thing, uh, just driving on the dual carriageway, and the whole sky was light. This was in the night, hmm. uh, like 2am, 2, 2 driving back from Manchester, and the whole sky was lighting up orange. It was freaky, and it was going on and on and on. Like, it it was lighting up the dash. Was it a fire at the gasworks? Yes. Was it? Yeah. It, I, <laughs> for some reason, it never did it before, but on this particular night, yeah. It was yeah. really bright. It shit me up, though. 
Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think I've ever seen anything. Um, I know people that have seen stuff. Um, <laughs> am I telling that story or? If they're interesting. Uh, well, Alid. The oh come on what <laughs> so for anybody who doesn't know Alid he is a farmer <laughs> so Alid the farmer is the farmer up the road okay yeah the local farm and the the farm uses the mountain as grazing so where where I live mm-hmm. where Luke lives Luke no. doesn't live here no 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 we live literally. Half a mile from the start of Roast Mountain, and the mountain goes for about fourteen miles over the top mm. until you get to sort of Rithin and you know all of that sort of Denbyshire end of North Wales. And Alid was on the mountain on a sort of, I'd assume, like this time of year where it goes dark quite early. Yeah, and as he was on the quad bike. There was a purple light that was sort of in the middle of the mountain. I say in the middle, you know, just sort of off to the distance. Yeah. In his sort of the middle of his vision. There was like a purple light. So he thought that it was the keeper. Like the the mountain's got a keeper. Do you know what the keeper is? No. Just like a sort of the man who makes sure that people aren't like poaching and and doing stuff on the mountain that they shouldn't be doing. The joy killer. Yeah, you know, yeah. The uh, so he thought it was the joy killer, and it, and it, it wasn't the. It, so he switched his switched the quad bike off so the lights went off just yeah. in case it was the quad bike because you'd hear the quad bike, and it wasn't. There was it just didn't do anything. Right. So Alid switched the bike back on, switched the lights off, and started to go up to sort of go towards the light. Yeah. As he got probably what he says was like, you know, like 500 yards from it, this purple light sort of disappeared over the ridge of the mountain, lit up, like, from width, you know, your field of view of the dip of the mountain, and just went straight in the air, like a sort of purple straight line, just went straight into the air. And that's it. Nothing. No sound. Nothing. I just... I find that harder to believe than ghosts. Weird, isn't it? Yeah. Because I sort of, I sort of believe that he saw something, but I equally don't believe it was aliens or UFO. You know, I don't know what I think of that. I'm just going to text Tim because I bet Tim's got a UFO story. Oh. Talk amongst yourselves. I. I, I don't... It's a strange thing. Like, I'm more acceptant of um, a ghost deciding that they want to come back from being dead and just, like, mess around for a bit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to throw this pan across the room. That'll show them. Then, like, aliens coming down and, like, observing and probing. Do they probe? <laughs> Do they probe? I don't know. Matt, do they probe? <laughs> For our sake, <laughs> um, but but like at the same time, like if if a ghost exists and it's like you can see your loved ones again, 
like there's a positive outcome there, yeah. isn't there? If aliens exist, like it's the best that can happen. The thing is with aliens as well. Like, I believe they they exist because it's just so improbable that they don't. Yeah, yeah statistically they, they should exist. Yeah, obviously. I highly doubt they come here though. I know, but you know, if if you're another, if you're an intelligent species, you're going to hunt out an intelligent species. Yeah, you're not just going to go to barren world A. You know, like when they go to doc- on Doctor Who, where they just apparently just go to random planets and nothing. Out. Yeah. It's just like rock. Well, you'd you'd hunt out other intelligent species, wouldn't you? You'd... Maybe the thing is as well, like Earth is in that magic zone, isn't it? If we were any closer to the sun, it'd be too hot. If we were any further away, it'd be too cold. So if they, were gonna, if they were going to go anywhere, they would come here. Yeah. yeah. I, the amount of sightings, and then there's no concrete evidence for it. And the same with ghosts. That's a, yeah, so like, many people uh, have seen something, and there is zero. There's nothing. No. But, but also, with, with ghosts, I might, it tends to be, quote-unquote, normal people say, I've seen a ghost. Yeah. Whenever yeah. it's on the news, oh, I was abducted by aliens, it's always some absolute mentalist. Yeah. yeah. I remember there's a taxi driver that lives just up the road from us, and it was front-page news of the local paper, taxi driver sees UFOs in formation, and a photo that he took. They were, you know, they were fucking, you know, fire lanterns that you just put a little tag yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> And he was just—he was interviewed on like Granada reports for like <laughs> thing. Yeah, I, I've seen. I've seen. Yeah, they, they were in formation, going up the mountain, <laughs> massive, huge, as a sheer size of the object in the sky. Shaking. You know, like, yeah, like you know how Anthony Hopkins plays like mad. Yeah, that's how he was like the sheer size of the object in the sky. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's what it was like. And they were just somebody said, "Oh no, that's not. That's when we did those candles." Oh. Like Roman candle thing. Is that what they're called? Chinese lantern. Chinese lantern. What's a Roman candle? That's a type of firework. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sparks up in the air. I just can't see UFOs happen. No. I really can't. Sorry, Alan, but I I can't. It just, it doesn't, no. There's been, there's a lot of sightings that are around here of UFOs, like, North Wales, especially like the Bedouin Mountains that are only like like 10, 15 miles that way. But why? I don't understand why the hell would they come? Well, there's, there's the big, if anybody's, somebody's probably heard of this, the Bedouin Mountain incident. Well, that's was, cool. Is that a film? No, it's it's just, it's something that happened, the supposedly. Incident. Where, I, I'm going to butcher the story, but I think it's a variety of people around the town heard a massive bang after seeing the light in the sky. Mm. And a farmer saw it, a school teacher saw it, a doctor saw it, a shopkeeper saw it. Balamori. (laughs) (laughs) Here is Miss Hoody to tell us a story. (laughs) And they sort of, all of these people all saw the same thing and all reported it separately. Mm. And then the army were on the mountain and wouldn't let anybody there. Oh, I think I remember you telling me about this. What was that? Was that you? Is probably Leroy going to the toilet. Oh, probably. Oh, was it? Um, going for shit. Well, we we have that here because I, I live a couple of miles down the road from an RAF base, 
And every so often there'll be a massive bang and loads of lights. And they're, they're just on our like local Facebook grumbler group. Like every so often the RAF have to pop up and like go, it's not an alien. We were doing this. Yeah, of course they'd say that. Don't worry, anybody. It's it's yeah. not an alien. It was just us. So, yeah, I, I I probably believe it's hard. It's probably I believe aliens more than I believe ghosts. I said, would you rather believe in ghosts? This question for both. Both of you. Would you rather believe in ghosts or aliens? I'd rather believe in it. Like aliens have come down and seen us. I mean, you know, and interacted yeah. and probed as they do. Or would you rather believe that? The ghosts are real and the sightings are all ticked. I'd rather believe in the aliens because if there's real life ghosts after I've confirmed, Matt? I'd rather not. Yeah, I, I think aliens. I yeah. think I'd err on that side. Just again, if if you woke up tomorrow and the news was on and it was option A is a ghost <laughs> or option B yeah. is an alien. I, I think I'd be able to live in a world where aliens are real ghosts. Yeah. I'd, yeah. Like, I, I think I'd much prefer the alien world. Cause if you think not to sound all airy fairy about it, but if you woke up and somebody said there are aliens they've contacted and they're on their way here. They're on their way. <laughs> but, but, you know, not in a bad way, but we'll they're on their way. We'll be in about five minutes. Yeah, they would take us about 20 minutes. <laughs> That'll be with you. <laughs> yeah. Whose postcode are they going to sat and have it to? <laughs> yeah. like, Big know. alien at the sea. Spelt it wrong. So, well, yeah, side I'd, I'd prefer aliens to be true. It, only in the sense that if an alien race got in touch with the, the earth and said look we're going to come and visit you don't worry about anything you know we'll be on our way if they've got the technology to come here just think how they could just improve the yeah. planet like global warming sorted well you know, have they already like have they come in the past and give us the technology Ooh, like the pyramids I just yeah I just think that'd be great you know if, if aliens just sort of turned up you know like have you ever seen the day the earth stood still yeah yeah well the, the original version is probably my favorite film of all time and i think that's just got such a great storyline of this alien has come because you're ruining the planet and they're there to say like you know you need to sort this out or we will just carpet bomb you like mm. it's your responsibility if you don't sort this mess out we'll kill you yeah Rather than they've sort of just come to sort of kill people, I think that's what aliens would probably do. They'd sort of they'd step in at the moment of right. You need to change now, or we'll kill you before you kill yourselves. What? No, they wouldn't. Oh fucking hell! Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Stephen. Why would they do that? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I just think if it's... you don't stop killing yourselves, we'll fucking do it. Well, you know, I just think it's sort of it's the only way for the Earth to survive. I think you'd sort of. I don't see why they would care. But what what if this is very they did hypothetical? Come, what yeah yeah. So when they turn up next week, yeah. If, what if they were like the ones out of Prometheus, where we're their pet, we're their little science project. Yeah. They yeah. made us. That's I think scary. that would be scarier because then you just are insignificant. Yeah. So that doesn't bother me. 
Well, you're pretty insignificant anyway, aren't you? No, really? it's more... No. You're nothing. Oh. And the thing is, you'll never really amount to anything, will you? So... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to WCCY. No, I... <laughs> I just think that, that oh, things like that. It, like I've still had my life. I don't think it would change much. Mm. It would, but anyway, we're what, getting what, into a different topic you, now. What if you were a sleeper agent for them? If they turned up and they were like, "You're the chosen one," oh, God. <laughs> like you've been one of us all along. I'd be like, "You don't want me. I say, you don't want me." I built a gate in the back. Get garden that probe away from my ass. Like, that's what I'd say. <laughs> Don't want probing. The Greys love probing. As, supposedly. What about Area 51 then? What do you reckon's there? Other than a load of should planes? We, could, should we do a quick fire list then? Area 51, yay or nay? <laughs> for what? For, for what Covert it's supposedly ops. to be? They've got a grey there. It, it's it's cryogenically frozen. Dismantled UFOs. Yeah. Alien autopsy. Yeah. Yay UFO. or nay? No. 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 Bigfoot. No. Yes, but probably a bear or something else. A balding bear. A balding bear. Yeah, like some, you know, some mutant bear strain thing. Yeah. I'd love that to be the case. Yeah. Yeah. Kraken. No. No. I doubt it. I'm going to say no. Something can't. Something. It's like the Loch Ness Monster. The Loch Ness Monster. Like. Something can't have lived for so long, no, and evolved to like that size. Bullshit! It's absolute bullshit. It's just a log in it. You know, the first sign of Loch Ness came out a week after King Kong was in film, uh, cinemas. Interesting that. It is interesting that. Um, Are there any others? I, I'm trying to think. See, but where, where we live, our like local myth is we, we've got a place called Richmond and it's got a big castle up on the hill. And one of the like local traditional folk stories is the, this castle is apparently impenetrable back in the day. It's just ruins now. But so what they worked it was out, impenetrable. <laughs> yeah. What they worked out was when whoever it was was going to attack, they got a little boy with a drum and sent him into the castle-like sewer waterway. And he drummed underground, and they followed above ground till they hit the point in the wall where it would be easily breachable. Right. And all of a sudden, beneath ground, obviously, the drum stopped. And now, when the moon is full, you can still hear that little rat-a-tat-a-tat-a from beneath the castle. Nice. That's like our local folklore. Folklore's great. I yeah, love that sort of yeah, stuff. Same. We've got Castell Dinas Bran. Pardon? That's just down the road. Uh, or Crow's Castle, or Dinas Bran Castle, or whatever you want to call it. And everybody's, like, the local thing is that it is the King Arthur's castle. Fuck like, Knights No, of the it table. isn't. Is it? Well, if I knew that, I'd have said to you, <laughs> that is where. <laughs> that's like the folklore of what? Have you been? Yeah. Have you had a look around? Yeah. There's a sword there. I can't get it out. I, it out. <laughs> I can tell you what. I, I pulled cannot... and pulled and pulled. <laughs> I just cannot get it out. Right, I'm going to ring Tim. Live on pod. I want to know if he's seen an alien. Or a UFO. 
If you're enjoying this content, be sure to uh, follow us on Twitter and uh, give us a like and a review. Here we go. It's ringing. Hello. It's ringing. Still ringing. Hmm. Mr. Jones. Oh, even good night. How are you? Are you well? Can you hear me? I'm coming and going. I, I'm, you're live on the podcast at the moment. We've decided to bring you in. Hello. Hello. He said. Tim says hello, everybody. To me, it's changed. Um, we're just we're on the the subject of the paranormal. Paranormal's a good subject. And I I have just read out your um your ghost stories. Yes. Yeah. And and we we've moved on somewhat in the subject matter to right. to UFOs. With your tinfoil hat. (laughs) (laughs) We've moved on to UFOs. Oh, UFOs. And aliens. So, have you ever seen anything that you would describe as an alien UFO y kind of thing? Yes. Oh. Oh. Sorry? The moon. Oh, the moon. Oh. Can you hear me? Yeah, I thought, I thought you said a balloon. <laughs> oh, no. No, it wasn't a balloon. It looked like the moon. Right. So, let's say you've got a half moon. Now, normally, the flat side of the half moon is either upright or on a bit of a slant. Yes. And this one, the flat side was at the bottom. Oh. And so it was uh, had a flat on the bottom, and it was it just looked like the moon, but all tilted over. But it wasn't high enough to be the moon. Right. And all my family said, now it's the moon, and I knew it wasn't. And I said, even then, it's probably a UFO. We'll read about it in the papers tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> even then. And everyone said, don't be stupid. And that was it. Anyway following day on the news sightings of a UFO are in that area mm. and ever since then I was fascinated but that's the only one I've seen apart from a little white dot I saw going back about two or three years that was very very high up in the sky it came out from behind the cloud stood still and then went back behind the cloud again but it was really really high mm. um, yeah, I was looking at the, you know, the wing transporter plane, the Beluga. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was looking at that, and that had gone. As I looked up, there's this little white dot darted out from behind the cloud, remained motionless for a good 30 seconds, and then went back in. But it was very, very high. About, like, you know, 15, 20,000 feet. Mm. But those are the only two things I've ever seen. Interesting. Unfortunately. That's all right. That's. I thought you were just going to say no. 
Oh, no. I'll see you on Sunday. Mill <laughs> <laughs> no would have been shorter. But no, I was actually fully convinced that the thing I saw when I was very young was something weird. Mm. Because it was orange. It was the wrong way around to be the moon, but no one believed me. Because obviously, no one believes you when you're small and you say, look, UFO. Um, but I was convinced about that. And I'm fairly convinced about that white thing I saw as well. Well. Thank you very much. It's quite alright. How did the discussion of ghosts go? Um, I think we sort of we believe that people believe they've seen them. That's clever. <laughs> <laughs> so it leaves us very sort of uh, very Switzerland, you know. Yeah, you should you should be politicians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that you believe you've seen something, but I'm not yeah. sure. I believe that I believe you believe. Yeah. Agnostic, agnostic. It, it, it's, it's a fascinating area, it really is. So, uh, um, have, have you ever seen anything? No. Have you ever seen anything nothing. that you can't explain at all? Mm, no. I've never seen anything of a supernaturally type thing. Oh, no, tell a lie. Sorry. There was the goblin. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 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 you'll have to start that again. So, so you forgot, you completely forgot when I sent you that text earlier on, and I said to you, "We're doing an episode on the podcast, and Matt from Neither the Time nor the Space is coming on, and we're going to talk about uh, ghosts and ghouls." Have you ever seen anything? I've never seen a thing, <laughs> except the goblin with the eyes. <laughs> no, I just, I'm not, I'm Still with you. And from the right hand side, something ran across my path. And it was directly in front of me. Couldn't have been more than a foot or two in front of me. Yes. Now, whatever it was, was standing probably a foot and a half, two foot tall. Right. And it was upright and it was brown. Now, the only thing that would be there would be um, pheasants or something, but they always fly away. Mm. Yeah. And they don't normally run in front of you, but this thing ran from one side of the path to the other. It mm. was tall, it was too bulky to be a pheasant, and it was too tall to be a rabbit. So what we're, what we're hearing is a sort of a brownish coloured Warwick Davis running through your woods. <laughs> it went right in front of me, I almost fell over, because I thought, oh, I lost that. And I stopped suddenly, and it ran, and I just caught... Not even a glimpse of it. I saw it in the peripheral vision, and the uh, the ferns on one side of the path were still shaking, and the other ones on the other side of the path were still shaking. So obviously something had gone from one side of the path to the other. Mm-hmm. What makes you think it was a goblin? Oh, well, I, it's, oh, 
can't do. Um, I thought, what else could it be? It's either a big bulky pheasant, but pheasants are uh, quite graceful things. It was big and it was bulky, so obviously it had to be goblin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Only explanation, goblin. Yeah, so I, I don't know what it was. Whatever it was, was odd. And I walked in those woods. Well, I've been walking there for the past eight years. And I've never seen anything like it before. Uh-huh. Interesting. Anyway, the eyes. Oh, the eyes? Oh, yeah, what about the eyes? What about the eyes, I can hear you say. Right. I'm what about the, the eyes? <laughs> Go on, Matt, what about the eyes? What about the eyes? These woods, but they're on a slant. Right. And the footpath goes straight across the slant. So the ground on the left-hand side is higher than the ground on the right-hand side. Right. It slopes up on the left-hand side, it slopes down on the right-hand side. Thank you for the description for our audio listeners. <laughs> this is vital. Pip, the dog, is either ahead of me or she's up on the bank on the left-hand side. Right. And I always use a head torch. This was at night. I don't walk around with a head torch in the day. I just <laughs> so, it's at night, I've got a head torch on. And because it's a head torch, if you look at a dog, the light from more or less between your eyes is reflected directly back into your eyes from the, the dog's eyes. It's like, does that make any sense? You get the sort of, the, you get a shiny eyeball, don't you, coming back you at you? get a shiny eyeball, a directly through, a direct reflection. So you know where the animal is, basically. So all i got to do is shout Pip, and I see the flash of her eyes, and I know where she is. Yeah. Now, I was only, Pip was on my left-hand side. Yeah. And I, I look up, and I can see the reflection of her eyes, a little bit white-ish. So all I've got to do is say Pip, and the lights, her eyes turn towards me, and I can see where she is. So I walked about, ooh, 100 yards, uh, calling her every now and again, and these eyes would turn towards me, and they were keeping level with me, at about the height of my head, on the left-hand side of the path. Shit. And after about, oh, 150 yards, we'd come into the end of the path, so I always call her back to me, because you never know. There might be other people walking their dogs, highly unlikely at night. But I call her back to me, and I look around, and she's looking at me, but she's not moving. Mm. There's two white eyes still staring at me. Oh. These white eyes have been deep enough for me for the past 200 yards. So I call it again. But the eyes just look at me. They don't move. I call her a third time, and something hit me on the leg. And it was Pip, the dog. Oh, oh. I look up to the left hand side. And the eyes are still looking at me. And th- 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 those eyes are like your I'm eye level. Either our eyes were operating remotely on the bank, or <laughs> something else on the bank. So, what what height are we talking for these eyes? What height? Yeah. The bank is a high bank. Pip always walks about my eye level. The bank. Okay. All right. So we're looking about six foot off the ground. And as the bank slopes, then you're looking maybe 15 to 20 foot away from me. Mm. It's weird. How long did... I still don't know what it was. But whatever it was, it wasn't scared. 
You were. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I wasn't up until the time I realised Pip was by my leg. That's horrible. That is awful. It's weird, isn't it? Well. See? Well, thank, you for your, <laughs> thank you for your call. Did they blink? The, the hills have eyes. <laughs> Only two of them. Only two, yeah, yeah, the hills have two eyes. What about you? Have you seen anything? Not particularly. You'll have to listen to the podcast yeah, to find podcast. out. <laughs> we wait all night for calls like these. What's the, what's the podcast called? Uh, I, I'll, I'll send you a link. <laughs> it's, it's on the, um, the It is, yes. <laughs> and on that, thank you for your call. <laughs> right. right, I shall see you Sunday. Okay. All right. Thanks, Tim. Bye. Thanks, Bye. Tim. Bye. WCCY. So, ghosts, nay, UFO, oh. nays, goblins, 100% yeah. proven. 100%. <laughs> wow. So, wow. what's left? I think that's about it, really. Yeah. So, yeah. Horrible story with the eyes. Horrible story. That is horrible. It is awful. That's film material straight yeah. away there, isn't it? That's horrible. Yeah. It's nice to hear that just before bedtime, yeah. isn't it? We can sell that to Netflix in a flash. I I, I would just love to have a, a paranormal experience well, of any kind. I desperately want one. As Matt said. Because life's boring. A hundred percent. When the after show does their after show in-person meet. Mm. Ouija. We have to do something yeah. like that. Yeah. We have to. Yeah. We'll I do it all. Get some tarot cards, everything. The full... We need to work out the, the cross-section of the country. Yeah. We're probably just going to go to Matt's, aren't we? Yeah. Like, he's in the middle. Done. I'll get the salt. I hope your wife's all right with Ouija. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. She loves a candle. <laughs> I'll just tell her a do- I'll just tell her it's a Doctor Who thing and she'll lose interest immediately and go upstairs. Right, then, love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Incredible. We've covered a lot of topics. We have. Mm, it's been great fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh I'm trying to think if there's anything else we need to add. I don't think so. No. I think we've we've uh, we've discussed and wrapped up most topics. Well, most topics oh, yeah, that are on this yeah. sheet, yeah. you know, not everything. So, uh, Matt, do you want to give a plug to your normal podcast? Yeah, uh, neither the time nor the space. Every Saturday, new episode reviewing Doctor Who. This week is Nikola Tesla's Night of Terror. Ooh. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's not great, is it? No. But... <laughs> but also, this week, we got an uh, email to our pod about doing adverts as part of our pod to Brilliant. monetize it. So, we do a little trial advert for the British Egg Council this week. Yes! <laughs> Finally. So, so That's great. Make so sure how, you're eating your eggs, everyone. How much, do you, how much do you make from one advert, then? Uh, we've charged $10. Brilliant. Because we thought if we went low, we'd get loads of adverts. Yeah. So. So the egg people are willing to charge. 
10 yeah. US dollars. Yeah. Just make sure you're all eating eggs. Yeah, and then you'll be all right. I suppose yeah. there is one more thing. Is there? Did you hear that? Yeah. yeah. What are you going to spend your money on? That 20 billion. First thing. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm going to get the candle lit. Why? I don't know. I've just decided it's a good idea. I, I, I per, like, see, I get it right now. I want to go straight online, open two tabs, one Amazon, one car shopping. Now I go at it. I'll probably have built most of the night uh, watching YouTube videos about cars and seeing which one I want to buy. Bugatti Veyron versus... After tonight, I'm going to invest totally in my new ghost hunting venture. Oh, yeah, spirit boxes. All that crap. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be the same as well. Do you know, yeah, I wonder how much that stuff is. I've had a look. I bet it's dear. No, it's not too much. It depends on what in-depth you want to go. Like, if you just want a spirit box, you can go for, like, 90 quid. But if you want... Full on motion sensors, talc, uh, <laughs> talc. <laughs> Pounds will sort you out with that. Um, yeah, you're talking hundreds and hundreds, thousands. Wow, so, yeah. that's a lot, isn't it? What about you, Harold? How much am I getting? 20 billion. 20 billion, yeah. Right, I'll give right, I'll give Tim five billion. Where's mine? I'll give me ma'am five billion. Where's mine? Whoa, 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 yeah. I'll give Tim five, my mum five, my uncle five, and I'll keep five. Where am I? Well, you don't need five billion, do you? See, I was just looking here. Ouija boards are only a tenner. Oh, please. Just get loads of them. Do it. <laughs> what do we need for this? It's This needs to happen now, doesn't it? <laughs> Ouija board. Oh, it doesn't matter. Right. So, yeah, I'd, I'd do that. Right. Five billion for me, ma'am. Yeah. See her all right. She can do what she wants. Buy a house, buy a car. But I, I, I won't see a penny of this. I'll buy you something nice, like a house and a car. No, I don't want that. I'd rather I'll you g- just give me cash. I'll give you a hundred million. Yeah, but I know others have five billion. So, like, what? Yeah, but you won't know I've won that amount, will you? Oh, it doesn't matter anyway. Oh, whatever then. So that's the first thing you would do right now. Yeah. Transfer it to their bank yeah, bank accounts. Yeah. God, boring, isn't it? I th- is it? I thought it'd just be something nice. Why wouldn't to... you just go on Amazon? Well, like, if I won the lottery, number one priority, I'd see that my mum is all right. Oh, you're such a no, sock off. No, I would. I'm not doing it to just be like, oh, isn't he lovely? You um, wouldn't go on like your iPad now and like just buy a load of shit. No, no, genuinely, I think if I won... Well, what do you win on the lottery now? Like, 100 million? Is that, like, the normal euros amount? Yeah. I'd transfer me, man, like... Right. A few million. So at least... 20 no, million quid or whatever. One out of three of us is a billy bullshitter. So... <laughs> take that from, you know, what you will. But for now... Matt? <laughs> anything you do with your money yet? Anything else? No, I'd be like that Mike Carroll, you know, the lottery lout that just spent it all on old bangers and cocaine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That'd be exactly the same. Exactly the same. Right, well, on that note, (laughs) thanks thanks for listening, everybody. And I've got a candle in my hand. 
Should we call out to the spirit world and see if anything happens? What do you have to do? Um, if there's anything there, can you give us a sign? If this candle blew out now, I would shit myself. <laughs> I think you're all right. Yeah. I think that they're having a day off. If there's, if there's anybody there... <laughs> Ooh! Ooh! <laughs> right then. Yeah, well, that's it then. All right then. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, very Thanks much. Matt, so much for doing this. Thank yeah, you very much. Thank Matt. you for having me. You're very welcome any other time. Cheers. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next week for Earthshock and Waters of Mars. Boomtown. No, no, we're not doing <laughs> Boomtown again. Let's do that again. Waters of Mars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Waters of Mars and uh, the invade uh, Earthshock. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye bye now. And I'm stopping recording. No. You can send in your feedback, comments, and suggestions by contacting us on Twitter at Who Can Convince. Email us at mail at wccy.co.uk or visit www.wccy.co.uk Be sure to leave the podcast a rating and a review on your podcast platform. For bonus content and access to the podcast Discord server, consider supporting us on Ko-fi. You can find all the links and information on the WCCY website. Thanks for listening and thank you for your support. Mm-hmm.